From Harry Hurley Way in the world's playground to the broadcast pioneers of Philadelphia Hall of Fame. I want to congratulate my friend, Harry Hurley. You're about to find out why Harry Hurley has been named to the Talkers Magazine list of the 100 most important talk show hosts in the nation. Sounds like good Live news. From the studios of Town Square Media in Northfield, it's Hurley in the Morning on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. And I thank you to the program and I welcome you to a brand new day and a brand new month. The second month of 2023 already underway. Let me begin with an item that in in four hours and six minutes, I just didn't find a way to get it in uh, at any point during yesterday's program. Alec Baldwin, who I have to say I'm no fan of. I think he's a not a good guy. You know, people forget I don't. But you go all the way back to those hideous tapes when his own daughter taped him. And those became public. Imagine your own child doing that. Uh, just just not a good guy. But I don't think anybody's ever been charged in the way that he has. So I, I do think that he should not have been charged. This probably sounds crazy coming from me, but I, I don't know if I've ever said that to you before, but... I really don't think he should have been charged. I think civilly he's responsible. But I'm going to tell you something. He is in significant jeopardy. If he is found guilty of the involuntary manslaughter, and now that is formally charged. If he's found guilty of that, that's 18 months. Now, you know, they would probably find a way... Who knows? He'd go away for a bit. Then he'd be in some halfway house or something and then house arrest and then home, whatever. But he will do time. However, and again, that's not guaranteed what I just said there. But if he is found with the next degree of recklessness, which I guess you could say that because he was producer and still is, they're they're continuing to make the movie, Rust. I wonder, I guess people are going to watch that now. I mean, that's not a movie I would have ever watched, and I still don't think I will. And look, I still don't care for Alec Baldwin, but, you know, I'm guilty of, I'm I'm a fair-minded individual in a world that is completely unfair at the moment. So that's no good. Hold on one second. Let me try something here. I was trying to grab somebody at 8.05. Yeah. Hold on. This is good. I'll wait for, I mean, it seems as though it's confirmed based on what I'm looking at, but I just did confirm it, and I'll share it with you in a moment, a guest that we want uh, you to have the opportunity to hear from. Give me just a minute on that, and he's very prompt about getting back to me. And he's in fact writing me now, but anyhow, I don't care for Alec Baldwin. I don't care for how he lives his life. I think he's arrogant and pompous and just a jerk. And remember, he had so much to say about Donald Trump about so much, but I still don't think he should have been criminally charged. And I'd be curious. I don't want to make this a topic, uh, but I think a lot of people probably disagree with me with that. But if you separate 
See, my, my belief is I report on issues. Besides being human and we all have our own, even if they're unconscious biases, I really try to look at things as dispassionately as possible. And I don't think he should have been criminally charged, but I think absolutely he should be held responsible civilly. And they already have made a settlement. And the whole thing is kind of creepy because the husband agreed to the settlement, the husband of the wife who was killed right on the set. He agreed to the settlement, and the settlement includes him being a producer, named a producer of this movie. I, I, I don't know about you, but I wouldn't be for sale in that respect. I would sue to recover, but now I'm, not, I'm not the suing kind, but I would, and I would have to because the loss, to, loss is just incalculable. But I would never have taken a role as producer of the movie. I just couldn't do that. Not trying to judge the husband who did, but might all be part of the reason, you know, why a certain amount of money was allocated to settle it all. You're also a producer of the movie and you're getting paid this and and that and all this. But let me get to the punchline here. If Baldwin is found guilty of a reckless level of responsibility, he could get five and a half years. Then you're talking about significant jail time. Now, anything's possible. If he's found guilty even of the charge of involuntary manslaughter, I don't know how he would avoid jail time. There's there's a... I think a presumption that that's somewhere in the range of up to 18 months. If he got the second on top of that, that would be, whew, think about that. Think about if you had to do three, four of it, federal crimes, you have to do, what is it now? Something like, 80% minimum, maybe even 85. Very high. So it'll be interesting to see how this goes. Uh, I don't know compositions of juries in, in the area where this would, would take place. Uh, the other person involved took a plea deal. Baldwin has not taken a plea deal. He continues to say, and I'll tell you that stupid interview that he did with George Stephanopoulos is not going to help him. He's admitted to cocking the gun. Now, I saw this exact gun worked. And I tell you, it's, it's a reliable gun. But in the old days, they were dangerous guns. When you cock, you, you ever hear the um, expression hair pin trigger, hair pin trigger, I think is the um is the term that means you barely touch it and the gun fires i watched a guy cock the gun and it was the same exact gun the exact model gun 
as Baldwin had in his hand. He barely touched the trigger. Boom. Gun goes off. You always wonder in these things, at least I do, how does a live round get into a prop gun? Now, it, wasn't a, it was a prop gun in the sense that it was supposed to have, you know, just the, um, the fake ammunition that makes the repeating sound but doesn't send a bullet out of the chamber. The guy showed exactly how that gun should have been treated. You should have spun that cylinder one at a time, checked that there was no live round, and they didn't do that. Now, Baldwin, I think, is relying on the fact that there's some kind of prop master or gunsmith, whatever they are, uh, and that he was told the gun was not loaded. He says he did not pull the trigger. But he admitted, this is the problem, he admitted to cocking the gun. He's not going to be able to take that back unless he says, hey, now I'm under oath, I'm telling the truth, I lied to George Stephanopoulos. I mean, you can say anything. But once that gun is cocked, you barely touch that trigger. And that gun fires. So he can say he didn't fire that gun. But it was in his hand, and the gun went off. So it doesn't go off. I mean, guns malfunction, but it didn't go off by itself. So that's a very, very serious jeopardy that Baldwin is in as he now stands formally charged. When we come back, more lies and a total lack of transparency while publicly declaring how transparent you are. I'll make sense of all of that next at 17 minutes past the hour on the Hurley in the Morning program on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. What we're going to do at the top of the hour, after the top of the hour break, we're going to visit with Brigantine Beach Mayor Vincera, really good guy, great leader in uh, Atlanta County. Brigantine's been doing this whole whale washing ashore phenomenon exactly right. They're opening up public dialogue. They're not rushing to judgment, but they want proper studies to be done. We've written all about it. If you want to get a head start, check it out on the app or at WPGTalkRadio.com, and we'll visit with Brigantine Mayor Vincera coming up at uh, 7.05. We'll have him until 7.20, and then after that, it will be wide open forum, and a lot of it in the, for the rest of the 7 o'clock hour and for the 8 o'clock hour. And I'm really excited at uh, 9.05, we're going to visit, first time ever, we've met each other through social media, and I'm aware of the book that she has written, Linda Carranzales uh, is going to be our guest. And she's written a book, misnamed, misdiagnosed, misunderstood. It's recognizing and coping with NVLD. NVLD, I've got a lot to learn about this, but I have heard of it. It's nonverbal learning disorder. And the book covers from childhood through adulthood, 
And in case you didn't know, and I didn't know it, but millions of people, this isn't some one-off thing. Millions of people have NVLD. Linda Karanazalis will join us at 9.05, and we'll talk about this. We'll learn about this basically together. Uh, but she has a book out. We'll talk about that as well. And a lot to do this morning. Let's get to it. Welcome to February. Thrilled to be here. I'm Hurley in the morning. Fox News commentary. Over one million illegal immigrants have driver's licenses in California because violating immigration law comes with perks and privileges in California. I'm Tommy Laren. More next. Inflation is nothing more than legalized theft. Hi, I'm Dr. Ron Paul, and to preserve your wealth, I highly recommend keeping physical gold in your retirement account. To learn more, text the word SHELTER to 989898 to get a free info kit on gold IRAs from Birch Gold, which is the only gold IRA company I trust. So text SHELTER to 989898 to request your free info kit right now. It started in 2013 when California lawmakers passed AB 60, giving illegal immigrants access to driver's licenses, despite them being, well, illegals. Since then, more than one million illegal immigrants have taken part in the privilege, and it's about to expand because new legislation signed last fall will expand the program to illegals who don't drive or who can't take the driver's test. Well, here's a little nugget of info for those of you who don't live in California. When you get a driver's license in that state, you are automatically put on the voter rolls. If you aren't eligible, you have to opt out. And guess what else? When you're on the voter rolls in California, you get a mail-in ballot sent to you whether you request one or not. California says it fixed this issue because illegals voting in the U.S. is illegal. But does anyone else see a recipe for disaster here? What could possibly go wrong? I'm Tommy Lahren, and you can watch my show, Tommy Lahren is Fearless at Outkick. WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Thank you. Welcome back. 25 minutes past the hour mini segment because we ran a little bit long in the first segment. And again, joining us at the top of the hour Brigantine Mayor Vincera on all of this. And and what I appreciate about what Brigantine has done, they've kept their powder dry. They haven't taken any position about whether uh, the ocean wind projects are killing whales or what's going on. They're, they're doing the right thing. They're calling for professionals to do studies, to get at the bottom, you know, to get to the truth. They're opening up dialogue with the public. I mean, actually, it's a... It's a model for how government should work, and we're going to talk about it coming up in about uh, 35 minutes. The FBI, as it turns out, the FBI, I posed the question as recently as yesterday, how could the FBI not you know, go to uh, those 1,850 boxes of Biden documents at the University of Pennsylvania? Well, as it turns out, they did in November, but this is another example and it's so if you're if you're willing to embrace the truth, if you're willing to be honest, it's so easy now to say how they treat a Republican Donald Trump versus how they treat a Democrat Joe Biden. Everything with Biden is we allowed them to come and search uh, all secret squirrel stuff. No communication with the public about it. Once again, we have an election with major Biden corrupt crap going on and none of it comes out until after the election. Sound a little familiar? Hunter Biden, 
Joe Biden, Jim Biden, all of that stuff, the laptop. They shut everybody down. Everybody. Remember, remember Biden. And I can't wait till Trump has an opportunity to go at him. Because I am fairly convinced Trump will be the nominee, uh, even though I know some people want someone else. But he's just got too much support to be beaten. And look, we'll get to Nikki Haley. She's very competent. She's going to be announcing in the spring. DeSantis is going to announce. And you're going to have more and more and more people. Every time someone announces on the Republican side, it's a boost for President Trump. Back to Biden. All this stuff was going on. Notice the media doesn't leak it. Nobody in the Department of Justice or the FBI, nobody leaks it. Think about all this. They searched Biden's office in November. And we find out about it on January 31st. And they did it in November. What hasn't been revealed is whether any classified documents were obtained. Every single thing that goes on, even when you learn about it, everything is a Biden protection program. The DOJ, the FBI, the media, all the Democrats that tear into Trump that have nothing to say. When, oh, it's very different. Oh, it's Biden. No, Biden. No, no. It's, it's not the same. It's, it's apples and orangutans. I can't remember who said that, but one of the Democrats said that. No, no, it's apples and apples. It's really kind of amazing that you have the opportunity to show the different treatment that one gets over the other. Have you seen the documents uh, spread out on the floor anywhere and a big whole photo gallery published by the media? Have you seen any of that with Biden? They've got the documents. We don't get any of that. We don't get we don't get told were they in the proper envelopes or were they just mixed in like junk? We don't get anything. What we do get is more lies, a total lack of transparency while they get to publicly declare how transparent they are. It's maddening. Because they're the exact opposite of the words that they speak. But it is now learned. It is now confirmed. And this came out about 10 o'clock last night. The Federal Bureau of Investigation searched President Biden's office at a think tank for classified documents in November. And by the way, I'm not sure this this might be that Penn Center. Maybe it's something else. But there are 1,850 boxes of documents. And I'm telling you, I know. This is Joe Biden we're talking about. This guy's always thought he was the big man on campus. There's no doubt in my mind. And listen, are we going to get to the bottom of how did he have these documents as a senator? How did you get those documents? How did you remove them? Oh, there's so much. So much that has to be determined. And in fact, though, will it? 
or will they just do what they do, let it wither on the vine? After all, Hunter Biden has been under investigation by the FBI and the Department of Justice since 2018. Now, you don't think that there's home cooking going on, that the fix isn't in? Come on. To quote Joe Biden, come on, man. This is the Town Square, New Jersey Info and Weather Network. It's Harry Hurley at 31 minutes past the hour with three stories that you can follow right now on the app. Whales are dying. We know that. Brigantine Mayor and City Council are hosting an Ocean Wind Projects meeting. We'll visit with Mayor Sarah in about a half an hour to talk about it. A former Philadelphia Eagles great has dined at an 80-year-old New Jersey restaurant. We have the story. We have some photos even. And a lengthy Atlanta County Prosecutor's Office investigation has led to the arrest of two people. From the Townsquare, New Jersey Info and Weather Network, I'm Chief Meteorologist Dan Zaro. Snowflakes and raindrops falling early on this Wednesday morning across South Jersey might be just enough to whiten up the grass and make some slippery spots. By the 9 o'clock hour, precipitation moves out, the rest of the day looks dry. High temperature this afternoon, only 39. 26 tonight, pretty cold, scattered clouds around, partly sunny tomorrow, high 43, turning much colder Friday into Saturday. Get weather 24-7 wherever you are. Download our free mobile app today. It can be dangerous early in the morning. WPG Talk Radio 95.5 FM and 1450 AM. We're investing. Hi, it's Mark Levin. Join me this evening at 6. Now back to Hurley in the Morning on WPG Talk Radio 95.5 FM, 1450 AM. South Jersey's talk station. Thank you. Great one. And I have an exciting opportunity that I want to tell you about. We've been promoting this all week. It started on Monday. WPG Talk Radio 95.5 and Manhattan Bagel are partnering together. We want to set you up for the big game, for the Super Bowl, the Eagles versus the Chiefs with a classic New York deli-style sandwich tray. It's sandwiches, chips, cookies, and more for your party of 10. Enter to win now on the WPG Talk Radio 95.5 app. If you go to the app, you'll see the contest is right there. Nikki Haley, uh, it's going to be revealed today although it's already been revealed because nothing stays a secret. This stuff is messy to me. I don't know about you. I'm not a big fan of announcing that you're going to announce. I don't, I don't, I, I understand. Believe me, I understand the business very, very well, but I'm sort of a fan of that. You'll make an announcement and then that's the announcement, not making an announcement to formally announce that you'll be running for president on February 15th. But on February 1st, you'll announce that you will announce. Anyhow, despite that goofiness, Nikki Haley is very competent. I I think she's presidential. Uh, Trump gave her a great opportunity, and she shined. She was an outstanding, fearless U.N. ambassador. And remember, the Trump presidency, whether you nutbag socialist commies want to admit it or not, was extremely consequential. I mean, member, NATO member nations that were not pay, paying their fair share for decades 
were made to pay up. They didn't like it. To quote Rocky Balboa, none too much either. But they paid up. Nikki Haley was great. I'd prefer her not running because um, I'm, I'm sort of a big fan uh, of a word that is so out of fashion that it almost doesn't exist. I had a conversation with a former boss of mine yesterday at about 8 o'clock last night, and we were talking about the word loyalty. And this is somebody that I've known for about 40 years. And we both acknowledge that it, it almost doesn't exist anymore. See, if, if this were me and somebody gave me a great opportunity, because she was a good governor of South Carolina, but if Trump did not make her the U.N. ambassador, she really would not be, in my estimation, on anybody's radar. And she barely is anyhow. She's at 2%. But I'm a big fan of somebody that, you know, you wait. She's young. I don't think it's her time. And it's disloyal. And I think DeSantis running is disloyal. DeSantis was going nowhere. He had given up his house seat. He was running for governor. At least I believe he gave up his house seat. I'll have to check that to make sure. I'm sort of questioning myself on that comment. It's easy enough to find out. I think there's a good chance he did because that cycle in Florida goes with the um, the cycle of the two-year term of the House member. Yeah, I, he would have had to have done that. Uh, so anyhow, but he was going nowhere. He was going to lose to an absolute bum, Andrew Gillum. He barely won by a fraction of a fraction of 1%. It triggered the automatic recount. It was like under two-tenths of 1%. And look, he went on to be a great governor, have one of the most resounding mandate victories of all time. And really, Florida is the model. Now, in fairness, the election... The voting stuff was fixed prior to DeSantis. But nonetheless, the voting system works there. They can have early voting. They can count the votes. You can know by 9 or 10 o'clock at night, Eastern Standard Time, who won. Uh, A lot of redeeming qualities. It's a free state. I believe there's no sales tax. Uh, A lot of great things. And he's been an excellent governor. But I think it's disloyal because without Trump... Uh, he would not even be in a position. So I think DeSantis should have kept his powder dry. But look, you know, maybe he's looking at what Chris Christie did. Chris Christie could have been president of the United States, and I swear to you, I know it. He would have beaten Barack Obama. There wouldn't have been that brigantine uh, love fest, or if there was, it would have been very different. And in case you forgot, remember when President Obama came and uh, McCain suspended his campaign and all that stuff. Christie could have been. Could have been president. That's why Mitt Romney hates uh, President Trump, because Mitt Romney choked. 
big-time choker. He should have been president. He blew it. But I think Chris Christie could have been president. Uh, He calculated that he wasn't ready, and he calculated wrong. And DeSantis might be saying, and uh, this is a, a society now where you're only hot for a certain period of time, and then you're simply not. But there's John Bolton, that's another one, a long list of disloyal people. Really, you just file it under what we talk about all the time, and that is, I say it, I know I say it weekly, maybe more often than once a week, that loyalty almost does not exist, and that anywhere you have it in your life, hold it tight, because it is the exception, I promise you, and not the rule, and it is, it is so out of fashion that it's not funny. Just loyalty is something that there's just not a lot of. I mean, I, I've always been of the attitude, the mindset, the disposition, somebody that is so important to you, that gave you an opportunity. I mean, for example, sometimes people ask me, uh, why are you so loyal to President Trump? I said, well, how couldn't I be? At age 29, he gave me a job that probably, I, I want to, I'm not saying this modestly, I mean, that I probably had no business having, but, and there was only one of. How, how can you not be loyal? It was a job that I had aspired to for 10 years. I had set a 10-year goal. How can you not be loyal to someone that does that? I, I turn that question back on anyone that poses it to me. How could you not be is the answer to that question. Not, not why are you, but how could you not be? Simple. Back in a few minutes, don't go away. 46 minutes past the hour on the Hurley in the Morning program. Hurley in the Morning. WPG Talk Radio 95.5 and on the WPG Talk Radio app. WPG Talk Radio 95.5, South Jersey's number one talk station. Yes, you did it again and again and again. We thank you so very much. Democrats continue to weaponize every tentacle of government, every inch of law enforcement to try to criminally charge Republicans wherever, whenever they can. But, of course, they get away with any and everything, with impunity. It's disgusting, and it's got to stop. And the, the, how does I get asked all the time, how does it stop? We have to win elections. That's the only way to stop them. They have control of so much right now. Carrie Lake is the latest example, and I'll tell you, they they are absolutely – trying to finish her off because they know this this fake governor uh joke that won what an absolute loser day one opened up the border took the trailers out that were sealing off the border at least a little bit of help to slow it all down they they can't wait their strategy is Bring in as many illegals as you can. Then you verbally tell the American people you're doing everything you can to stop it, which is a lie because you're doing everything you can for it to escalate. Joe Biden came to New York City yesterday. He was one mile 
from the New York City illegal alien crisis. What did he do? He simply avoided it at all costs. So Carrie Lake tweeted something about voter signatures. She literally is under criminal investigation right now. They're trying to criminally charge her. That's what Democrats are doing. Now, don't forget, Stacey Abrams can say she won. Hillary Clinton can say she won. Nothing happens to them. But look at the difference. If you're some kind of Trump election denier. Now, I would be shocked. And and not much shocks me anymore. I won't count it out. I won't discount the chance that it could happen. But I, I don't think it will. But they want to always make the Republicans under criminal investigation to ruin your reputation. This Katie Hobbs is going to be an absolutely disastrous, terrible mayor. And I'm telling you, these Democrats are only winning because of vote harvesting and these these voting policies under the George Soros project that they've been able to put into effect. And we better figure this out. Because we can't continue to let them get away with this kind of stuff. So keep that uh, in our tickler file. I was reading the New York Post, which I am a fan of. They do a lot of good reporting. And Hunter Biden paid his legal assistant thousands of dollars under the table. So what I want to figure out, and this is all admitted Uh, in text messages that have been recovered on Hunter Biden's laptop. I'll tell you what a dope this guy is. How did he pass the bar exam? How can you be so dumb to document your crimes the way this guy does? It's amazing, actually. So how is that different than Weiselberg? Weiselberg, you know, got a car, got an apartment or something. It was part of his compensation. He goes to jail. But Hunter just is under investigation since 2018. Nothing happens. There's so much to unpack here. I was reading another uh, Washington, not Washington Post, uh, New York Post piece. Hunter Biden and Alcoa. There's an email where he promises a Russian oligarch information. Now, tell me this doesn't raise questions about Joe Biden because Hunter Biden, and keep in mind, the first son was living at the house where classified documents were found in the garage and in the house. He was living there. He had access to all of it. This crackhead had access to all of it. But he just keeps, he's under investigation. What, forever? Forever and ever and ever? I mean, promising a Russian oligarch information? I mean, what's going on around here? Amazing. All right, let me share with you a story that I shared with my good friend Chuck Malamut last night. And I said I was going to take this for a test drive in the 6 o'clock hour this morning. And I've saved the last couple of minutes to do just that. School officials... In Portsmouth, Virginia, say that they are investigating after a 22-year-old assistant coach 
I mean, I couldn't believe this when I first saw it. She allegedly posed as a 13-year-old girl and played in a junior varsity basketball game last month. A 22-year-old assistant coach. Parents of the girl, the coach allegedly, and I'm using the word allegedly, but it doesn't seem like you have to. But I just like to be that way. Parents of the girl that the coach allegedly impersonated said that their daughter was out of town for a club basketball tournament during a January 21st game. They have video, W-A-V-Y, in Virginia. They have video, which appears, and again, I'm using the word appears, they aren't, appears to identify the 22-year-old assistant coach as playing on the JV team in place of the girl who was absent at a basketball tournament. To quote Jack Cittarelli, who does that? Who says that? Who does that? Why would somebody do that? And everybody would know. I just read a little bit about like how it went. Evidently, you know, she made a couple of good plays. But then again, you are 22 and you're playing against teenagers, young teenagers in a JV game. She's not even suiting up for the varsity where at least somebody could be like 18, 19 even. You got to admit, maybe crazy, bat-blank crazy stuff like this always happened. And now we just have such instant communication about any and everything that we just pick up on all these things. But it sure does seem like this is a really... I mean, I call it bizarro world, where just everything is just completely upside down, inside out. It's crazy. Oh, well, we've got to go. Uh, by the way, I'm going to be interviewing, I think on Friday, Christopher Ruddy about this whole Newsmax uh, getting canned by AT&T DirecTV. It's terrible. Shouldn't even be allowed. But this is what's happening. Two out of three conservative networks knocked out. Or I should say at least cable channels, not networks, but cable channels knocked out by AT&T and DirecTV. You can't tell me something's not going on. 609-407-1450. Call me now. It's open forum. WPGG Atlantic City. WENJHD3 Millville. A Town Square media station. Everything you need to know in six minutes starts now. From Harry Hurley Way in the world's playground to the broadcast pioneers of Philadelphia Hall of Fame. I want to congratulate my friend, Harry Hurley. You're about to find out why Harry Hurley has been named to the Talkers Magazine list of the 100 most important talk show hosts in the nation. Live from the studios of Town Square Media in Northfield, it's Hurley in the morning on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. It is six minutes past the hour. We're going to spend the first segment with Brigantine Beach Mayor Vince Sarah, and then we'll have open forum for the remainder of the hour at 
407-1450. What Mayor Sarah and Brigantine City Council have been doing, I think that people should just take take notice. Anytime that we see, look, if we see government acting in a way that we don't think is in the best interest of the public, we comment on it. If we see government that they are acting in the best interest of the public, we comment on it. Some, sometimes people just go with the negative. We, we go where the truth lies. And Brigantine has been doing it just right. They've been watching these whales wash up dead uh, in their backyard and near them and all over the place in alarming, increasing numbers. And they've taken the public position that we're not saying that it is the offshore, you know, ocean wind projects that are doing this. But we would like studies to be done to determine what is causing this. Because no matter what side of the fence you're on on this, I don't remember eight whales in such a short period of time washing up like this. Now, some are saying that the the population has increased by large numbers. And so this is not, um, you know, a big number. And uh, but it, it certainly doesn't it doesn't seem normal. So I've taken the same position that they have, not because it's safe but because it's the right position to take. Until you know something, you investigate. And then you try to conclude what's happening. So they've had several community meetings and they're going to have another uh, day before the Super Bowl. Mayor Sarah is here to talk about it. Mr. Mayor, welcome back to Hurley in the Morning. Hey, good morning, Harry. How are you today? Very well. So uh, what's going on? You take it from here. Sure, absolutely. Um I guess I want to start here. Uh, Brigantine City Council, we're going to be hosting a community meeting on February 11th, and this is going to start at 11 a.m. So it's going to be Saturday, February 11th, and the meeting is going to be at the Brigantine Community School. Uh, This is the third community meeting that we've had uh, about the windmills, about what's going on out there, and really what we're trying to do through this process is just to offer um, a series of community forums where we can share information and help educate the public about the state's plan to develop wind farms off the South Jersey coast. Uh, when we first started this, you know, a lot of people in the community didn't really know what was going on, didn't understand it. So we've had different speakers and different presentations in to try to educate people. But I think one of the biggest concerns that's coming up for people now is this uh, large amount of uh, dead whales that are washing up on our beaches. And and like you had said earlier, you know, we see eight wheels and there's people who are trying to say, oh, this is normal. I'm going to tell you it's not normal. Uh, According to the Marine Mammal Stranding Center, on average, you have about seven whales that wash in a year. We've had eight in the last few weeks. And the only major change that we've seen out in the ocean is the activity that they're doing for the wind development. So we want to just make sure that there's no connection between what they're doing and what's happening. Um, You've seen, you know, a lot of environmental groups that have come out and kind of said, hey, there's no scientific evidence that shows that there's a connection between the two. And I think that's the point we're trying to make is that there's no evidence in any direction that's happening. And and let me let me interject just for a quick second. I'm not sure if you were going to go here or you're not going to go here, but I'll go there and then we'll see if you want to comment on it, Mayor Sarah. The groups that aren't saying anything or, in fact, that are actually taking, I think, a different position than they normally would. This almost is like the script is flipped. If there were eight uh, tree frogs that died, we would have the 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 groups that that love tree frogs 
going absolutely bananas. What's going on that they're so quiet about this? Well, I think that's something we're concerned about, too, and I, I've said this a bunch of times. If this was any other industry in the world, an endangered or threatened species were showing up dead, everyone would be calling for a full stop. So our question is, you know, why is the ocean wind development industry any different? I know there's been a lot of accusations out there about money that's been given to a lot of these different groups. There's a lot of information on the millions of dollars and donations. I would really hope in my heart that um, that money hasn't influenced people's decisions. Well, when when has it? I won't accuse anybody of anything, Mayor Vincera, but when hasn't it always been as easy as follow the money? Because, come on, I I mean, I did battle with a lady in Cape May County that was going nuts over natural gas lines being run in Cape May County uh, because of the, quote unquote, the environmental impact. Uh, They go bananas over anything, but nobody's got anything to say about this. It just makes me very suspicious. I've been keeping my powder dry. I don't believe that eight whales got hit by boats. I'm not going to believe that. If it was one and they look at the whale and there's these marks and you can see the propeller or whatever, you know, hit the hit the whale. Then you can say, yeah, the, the, a boat hit the whale. I don't think – and then I had people emailing me, well, you know, there's a lot more whales now and they're, they're out there in the, the ship lines and, you know, this isn't unusual. I'm just watching people apologize for something that I don't think they usually would be apologizing for. So there, there is something to this, I think, that you, the usual suspects – are either completely silent or actually apologizing in a way we've never seen before. So it doesn't seem to me that all the players that would normally be, you know, defending the whales, let's save the whales. uh, I don't see that happening right now. And I think that's very concerning for a lot of people. And if you really look at a lot of the public comment, that is um, on social media and attached to a lot of the news reports that are coming out. I think people are starting to call those groups out too. Like why all of a sudden is there no concern? You know, and that's, you know, one of the things I agree with, um, you know, Dennis Levinson, our our county executive, he said, look, let's get an answer one way or another. So we know the truth and we can all move forward. And I think that's a very fair position. Like how can anyone not want to know the truth? Um, There was a recent report too. one of the mayors down in um, North Carolina, I guess they're dealing with the same issue down there too. one of the things he was really concerned about is that the tests that they need to do to show whether um, there's interference from this wind activity with the whales wasn't done. I think they need to do something to test the inner ears to see if there was damage. And he's really upset that the tests aren't showing or even testing what needs to be tested to find out. And I know um, Bob Stern up in LBI, he runs a group called Save LBI. He's done a Freedom of Information Act to request all of the necropsy reports from the whales that have washed in so we can take a look and see what testing is being done. And I think that information needs to be made public. And it seems like there's a lot of greenwashing when it comes to what's happening out there in the environment. Uh, So, you know, we just have a lot of questions and we want people to know what's going on. In Brigantine, uh, do you feel like you have a read on your citizens? You've had two meetings already. And for those just joining us, Vince Sarah, the mayor of Brigantine, is our guest for about another five minutes. The um, third meeting will be on February 11th. uh, And I know that you will be there, uh, Senator Palestina, Congressman Van Drew. I sense from the people that I've talked to that they're tipping right now towards something unprecedented is happening and let's look at 
what's different now than before when it didn't happen? A listener wrote in just a few minutes ago during uh, your last narrative, Mayor, and said, and by the way, even if a boat hit a whale, how do we how do we know the whale wasn't dead when the boat hit the whale? Uh, which is a good point. And the, and if the whales are dying, why are they dying? Are, are is the mapping and these these uh, detonation charges that they're they're sending? Is it sending some kind of noise that that is driving the whales you know to their death? I mean, I can't say that that's so, but wouldn't we want to know if it's true? And that's, that's our whole point. We want to know what's going on. If you think about it, how many years have boats and whales existed in the ocean together? And now all of a sudden they're having a hard time navigating around the ships. And I don't know if people realize, but because there's so many whales in the area, there's actually, um, I believe, a federal speed limit on how fast the commercial ships can go. So everything's been slowed way down to try to help the whales navigate. And now all of a sudden, even with the speed limit in place, they can't navigate. Um, when you talk about the community, you know, I think the community is kind of looking at this from two different angles. Uh, from one, I think people in Brigantine, you know, you support clean energy solutions. We recognize that we have to start to look into alternative energy sources. But at the same instance, we're also very concerned that you're creating with these ocean wind uh, farms, you're creating a mass industrialization of the ocean. You know, people look at the ACUA wind farm and they see those wind uh, windmills there. Those are about a third of the size that are going to be out in the ocean. So you're talking about something that's the size of the Empire State's building. And they're not just talking about building a handful. This first project, um, you're talking about putting hundreds upon hundreds. And when everything's fully phased in, you're going to have uh, windmills that are running from Long Beach Island all the way down to Cape May Point. And it's, if you look at the pictures from this, it's crazy. And can you imagine, you, you just did one of the best jobs of anyone that I have heard talk about this. When you're talking about uh, wind turbines, windmills, the, the, the size, the height of the Empire State Building. Here's another thing, too. These turbines, they, I mean, you look at them in California and elsewhere where they have just farms of these things, the dead birds all over the place, they're killing all kinds of marine and, and bird life uh, and the usual suspects, your environmental people, the Democrats, they have nothing to say about this. It's really, I think, illuminating. Well, I think what's interesting on this, too, is um, even Noah. Noah came out and made a statement that there's no possible connection, no way that the wind activity could be influencing or harming the whales or other marine life. And yet they either have or plan to issue permits to allow what they call takes, but basically allow these wind companies to kill a large number of whales and dolphins and other marine species. You know, one of the questions we have, you know, by the way, how do they know how can they with I mean, I'm not aware of any studies that have been done, anything of an elaborate nature where you could make a definitive statement like that. How do they know with 100 percent certainty that it can't be that? I'm not saying it is that I'm leaving open that it might not be that, but I'm also leaving open that it might be that they're they're closing the door that it couldn't possibly be true. How could they know that? And that's why we have so many mayors and so many community leaders 
especially under, you know, Van Drew and Senator Palestina, calling for a moratorium, calling for a stop until we can get the answers because nobody knows. And that's what we're asking. Let's let's look at the science. Let's look at the research. Let's find out. Don't just wash this over. And one of the things we've told people is now's the time to get answers because once construction starts and these things are in the ocean, it's too late. So that's why I'm so proud of the the 12 mayors, 12 other mayors that have signed on with our letter calling for a stop and so many of our local leaders here in Atlantic County that have joined in and helping Brigantine to try to get answers for what's going on. By the way, and I don't want to make it political, but it is political. I mean, my friend Governor Murphy, uh, who would I'm telling you would normally be going absolutely bananas uh, if, if if one fly was injured, you know, by by some kind of, you know, environmental impact issue uh is full speed ahead you know that this has to continue and i'm just wondering if you know out of the 12 mayors and you're one of them are any of the other 11 democrats i apologize i really don't know i believe most of them are republican i know a lot of democrats are kind of sitting out on this but i can tell you like some of my friends who are Democrat elected officials have reached out to me to be like, look, we're being told to stay quiet on this, but what's the truth? You know, and I think as the truth gets out, you're going to see people start to uh, break those party ranks and start to do the right thing. And I have faith in a lot of my friends out there who are on the other side that they're going to step up and do the right thing. Mayor Sarah, I know you have an appointment to get to. Uh, Thanks for the opportunity to uh, address this issue. It's really the first time that I've interviewed anyone in depth about it. I've mentioned it on a number of occasions. As you know, I've written about it on a number of occasions. Like you, all I want to do is get to the to the to the truth. If something's wrong here, we ought to figure that out before, as you say, an investment is made that at that point in time, you know, cannot be stopped. And if it's not that uh, and it's something else, then, you know, we'll find that out. But uh, this is uh, interesting to see the cast of characters that are for it. And who are coming and stepping up that are, I'm not even going to say necessarily opposed, but are open and, and want dialogue and want studies to be done to determine if this is a problem. I don't know how anybody could be against that. You would think all reasonable people would want to know the truth about this, especially before such an incredible investment is made. And I can only imagine, even if that's not killing the um, the whales, and I have my suspicions about it all because – you know, I just look at things logically. If, if nothing like this has ever happened before, then why is it happening now? So they, they should be testing to see if there's some kind of poisoning that's happening. Uh, you know, if there's not enough oxygen and whales are, are dying. I've seen programs about that kind of stuff. You know, if there's not enough seaweed and all these things that uh, create other variables. I, I just want to know the truth. But it seems like one side wants to know the truth. And one side has blinders on and just all, you know, forward speed ahead. It's very interesting to see how all this is playing out. And that's really the question we have. Let's find out the truth. Let's find out what's going on so we know. And this way we can make, you know, good decisions. And that really is the responsibility of government. Slow things down. Find out what's going on. Educate the people who represent you, like who you represent, and move forward together. And that's all we're asking for. Let's get the truth. Let's get the answers so we can put this to bed once and for all. Mayor Vincera, uh, good wishes on your February 11th meeting. Good to talk to you today. Awesome. Thank you for the opportunity, Harry. You know it. Talk to you again. Uh, isn't it interesting? 
you know they have this expression politics makes strange bedfellows I, i'm just going to say it now that i don't want to i don't want to put the mayor in a position where i get every day anybody that says anything i get blamed for saying it so i don't want him to get blamed for what i'm about to say i'm in almost amusement but it's so serious that it's not funny at how democrats have nothing to say about this i'm going to look up uh, if mayor if you have a uh, a list of the 12 mayors I- i'm just going to say it democrats are not allowed to speak out about this right now they're all falling in line like they always do the democratic groups these liberal environmental groups have you ever seen them behave like this eight whales are dead and they're out of breath telling you what is not the cause no 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 no. it can't can't be that no 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 don't say that. that i mean come on this is so obvious even if that's not the cause There's no other example that I can think of in my entire 31-year broadcasting career where these liberal groups would not be going bananas right now. And yet they're saying either nothing or they're telling, oh, I'm Noah. Hi, I'm Noah. And it's a 100%. It can't be that. Well, I'm not saying it is that, but you can't know that it's not until we look into it further. But they don't want to. They just want to proceed like nothing to see here. Come on. Your morning cup of Sean. This is the Sean Hannity Morning Minute. Ukraine is not a NATO ally. Now, I was not offering support, but it ends up we end up being the bulk of support. All we have allowed to have happen here is this now to fester into another quagmire, which I predicted it was likely to occur and a long protracted conflict. And it's now given Putin time to rebuild his armies and, and get enough people and recalibrate his strategies. And he's, you know, firing his hypersonic missiles and it's in Europe's backyard. And now the pressure is on the United States once again, while we have, what, $31 trillion in debt to somehow step up and pay for all this. American people have had it with these endless wars that they don't fight and they don't fight to win. They've had it. The conservative underground meets later today on the Sean Hannity Show. My friend had his home stolen. The crime is home title theft. It's real. It's horrendous, but it's real and it's everywhere. Now, luckily, this was just a demo, but I saw how criminals all around the world target American homeowners. And that's why I protect my home with home title lock. And you need to as well. And a thief can simply forge your signature on a legal document claiming you sold your home to them. Homeowners insurance and common identity theft programs do not protect you, but home title lock does. So protect yourself. Just go to their website. It's hometitlelock.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. Verify your home's title is still safely in your name. Then just register your address for a free, no obligation home title report for your files. That is a $100 value, absolutely free. That's hometitlelock.com slash Sean hometitlelock.com slash Sean. We're investing. Hi, it's Markley and Van Camp. Join us later today at 1. Now back to Hurley in the morning on WPG Talk Radio 95.5 FM and 1450 AM South Jersey's talk station. It is 30 minutes past the hour, so you know what that means. We got backed up. I'm going to tell you why. 
Mayor Sarah only had until a certain portion of today's program for us to have that interview, which, of course, made me run long, which I don't mind, but it makes me now have to go back to back. But we will catch up and we're going to have open forum, I promise you, and not only for the remainder of this hour, but for all of next hour as well. 609-407-1450. Let me share this gift with you, though, first before we run and come right back quick, I promise. WPG Talk Radio 95.5 and Manhattan Bagel want to set you up for the big game, for the Super Bowl. The Philadelphia Eagles, who will be wearing green, by the way, the exact green that I purchased, my uh, Jalen Hurst jersey, but I'm telling you, I'm starting to sweat a little bit. It it was supposed to be here on the 30th. I didn't mind. FedEx sent me this text that it's going to be here on the 31st, which was yesterday. And then all day they said, oh, it's, it's going to be there by the end of the day. Now, all of a sudden, it's pending. My shirt is in New Jersey. This much I know. I'll check it during the break and I'll report after the break if they've updated it. But it went from certainty to another date certainty to pending. Uh-oh. So I hope I'm not getting scammed. But I bought it from a very reputable, I mean, national, national company so in any event um but i got the same green shirt that they're going to wear in the super bowl is what i'm saying i'm pumped about that and i will be wearing it i'll be wearing it on the thursday before the game and then i'm going to wear it on the monday after the game win or lose but i do believe that the eagles are going to win so anyhow manhattan bagel teaming up with wpg talk radio 95.5 is putting together this wonderful contest. You All you have to do, go to the app right now, WPG Talk Radio 95.5 app, and you have a chance to win a classic New York deli-style sandwich tray, sandwiches, chips, cookies, and more for your Super Bowl party of 10. Sign up now on the app, and I'll be right back. And by the way, we're going to be hearing a little bit more about Manhattan Bagel Coming up right after this. This is the Town Square, New Jersey Info and Weather Network. And it is I, Harry Hurley. Three stories that you can follow on the WPG Talk Radio 95.5 app. Whales are dying. Can't deny that. Brigantine Mayor and City Council, they're hosting an Ocean Wind Projects meeting. We have the details on the app. Former Philadelphia Eagles great dined At an 80-year-old New Jersey restaurant right after the big NFC Championship win. Check that out and more on the app. We'll be right back. Your calls are next. From the Town Square, New Jersey Info and Weather Network, I'm Chief Meteorologist Dan Zaro. Happy February. On average, this is New Jersey's snowiest, driest, and second coldest month of the year. And what do you know? We have some snowflakes flying around this morning. Watch for slippery spots. Eventually, clouds will give way to sun today. It'll be seasonably chilly with a high of 39 degrees. Cold tonight, low 26 with scattered clouds. Partly sunny and uneventful tomorrow, high 43. Get weather 24-7 wherever you are. Download our free mobile app today. Early in the morning, WPG Talk Radio 95.5 FM and 1450 AM. It's early in the morning, anytime, anywhere, on the WPG Talk Radio app. Harry Hurley on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. 
Welcome to the Looney Farm. A uh, very good friend of mine sent me this item. We are living, I think we're so blessed. Think about it. Many of us have lived through incredibly amazing, wonderful times, peaceful times, very, very just profound, you know, moments in your lifetime and a pandemic. I mean, all this different stuff, bomb cyclones, super storms. You hear about 500-year storms, super storm, Sandy. It just doesn't end. We've been through so much together. Well, the European Union has announced that cricket powder. Yeah, I'm talking about crickets, little insects. Cricket powder will replace many food items. Check this out. I mean, you, you honestly, everything you see that sounds crazy is real. And then anything that would seem normal is not true anymore. It's, think about it. I could do this in so many ways, multiple choice. Just pick the most bizarre answer and you're going to get straight A's, 4.0 GPA. And I'll give you extra credit so you can get it up to like 4, 4.2, 4.3 even. And that'll just look good on your transcript. But the um, migratory spider cricket, the yellow mealworm, and the house cricket are all being turned into powders that will be used for a variety of baked goods and other food staples in grocery stores. Thank you, European Union. Just what we all want, cricket powder. Yum. Must make just wonderful bread and cookies. Mm, Yum. Cricket powder. It might be a little gritty. What's that got caught between my teeth? A little cricket leg. Anyhow, caller, you're on the air. Go right ahead. Well, they should add bed bugs to it, too, because oh, they're going to be oh, in this hotel. Oh, oh, my skin's crawling now. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, yeah you're right. But, Eric, you know, my, my brother and my father were both fighter pilots, and you had to learn how to eat ants and crickets in case you were shot down. You had to have sustenance before they could save you. So you had to, you know, you had to stay alive. But, you know, Harry, um, two people I want to bring up that are were very proactive Um uh, and I'm ashamed that, and I'm, you know, if my, my, uh, uh, but if my memory serves me uh, correctly, Congressman Lubiondo was all over this, explaining to us that that drilling, the, the sounds are so amplified because of the salt water, it damages the whales. Uh, ears, if you will, their ear organs, that, that is their navigation system. And, and we all said, yeah, right, you're in with the Sierra Club. But I don't think he was wrong now. No, I don't either. I don't either. Look, when eight things happen like this in a couple of weeks, something's going on. So now it's just a matter of finding out what is that something people think they know. But I'll tell you another thing that's just so revealing, though. Look at all the environmental groups. And he is my friend, but I do point out when he's right and when he's wrong. The governor is very quiet about this. Uh, There's almost instructions you can tell given to all the Democrat organizations and all the Democrats to say nothing or only say supportive things. Uh, they would usually be going bananas and defending animals, and we would be hearing it nonstop on a loop, but instead we're hearing nothing. You have to admit, that's very suspicious, isn't it? Well, we, haven't heard, we have not heard anything from the Sierra Club. Well, th- their silence nothing. is deafening, though. Yeah, of course it is. Yeah. You know, secondly, I just wanted to bring up... Uh, 
proactive our great county clerk, Joe Girallo. If you've seen the commercial, they're offering, I lost the phone number, if you can find it for me, you can call and uh, protect your home from having your mortgage and your, you know, your finance stolen from you. So like when people go to refinance and they said, you don't own it, somebody else does. So I I love the work he does for that office. He's just, he's amazing. Yeah, that's actually something people pay for, home title lock. So to be able to do that with uh, the county clerk's office is fantastic. So we got somebody we voted. Remember, I remember Danny Levin said, you get the government you deserve. We certainly did when we elected him. Thank you, Harry. Thank you. Yeah. And we broke that news a long time ago. He's running again, and I'm not going to take that back. He is running again. I know there are some that are trying to line up and and think they're running for the position. Well, you, you have to take on, you know, the big dog if you're going to try to do that because he is running and he should. His record is defendable and it's excellent. A very good friend of mine, a lifelong friend of mine wrote, X-Files is now our reality. To my good friend, you are so correct with that. Everything that you think isn't so is. Everything that should be isn't. And tell me it's not true. We could be energy independent. Instead, we're not. We could have low inflation. Instead, we don't. We could have low gas prices. Instead, they're very high. You know, when a, when a gallon of milk costs about two bucks more than a gallon of gas, which is costing at least two, two and a half times more than it should, and eggs or whatever they are, $8 a dozen, and all this other stuff, I mean, everything is completely backwards right now. Think about it. There's a reason that 75% of Americans say that we are on the wrong track. And I I really think that begs the question, these certifiably insane 25 percenters, who who the hell are you? You're happy with this? You want more of this? Do you know there is a percentage, and I've always said it's about 25 to, to low 30 percentile. They would rather be in misery, broke, without a job, evicted from their apartment, foreclosed on their home as long as you could have a nut democrat as your president than having a great job low taxes you know low energy costs uh low inflation every every single uh indice that you would want to measure if that president would would have to be someone like trump when i tell you i've i've watched it i've watched magazines and newspapers and other businesses they have driven their own company off the cliff for their woke agenda look at what disney world's done with this woke crap they don't care they just seem to just choose that over what could be a much more peaceful profitable you know, these, in many cases, these are people that have shareholders that they have to answer to. They don't care. Kellyanne Conway said on this program a few years ago, woke is broke. Woke is a joke. And it is. What I do think is happening, though, I really do believe this. Bob Iger's return, and he's, he's brought some sanity back uh, to, Dis- to Disney. 
the big the big problem, that, and it was a sad thing when first it was Cap Cities ABC when ABC bought Disney, that was really a shame. Really a shame. Should have stayed a standalone brand uh, with the philosophy of its uh, founder. Uh, because they've taken so many departures from all of that. It's, it's a shame to see. But they're not alone. There are so many other examples where these woke policies, I can't remember what was it that I shared with you yesterday that uh, it was airlines, and I forget which ones, but it was a number of them. They're having these gender-neutral uniforms. They just They just are all signing up to that there aren't men and women like the military right now under Joe Biden with these beret hats, very feminine, uh, turning you know men into girly men and, and women aren't allowed to be women and men aren't allowed to be men. I mean, this is just it is terrible. It is terrible to see this. They're under our nose. They are ruining our country day by day because every single day they launch some outrageous thing whether it's critical race theory or what uh, what was that 1600 and something project they just never stop and they're never going to stop we keep telling you that yesterday i told you about georgia's about to indict trump new york wants to charge him now new york wants to come after trump about something else it's never, ever going to stop. And I, I'm asked every single day, how can we turn this around? What do we have to do? And my answer is a broken record. We have to win elections at the local, the county, the state, and the federal level. That's how we get our country back. Because make no mistake about it, it's one thing where you could say, hey, you know, one side's a little bit more liberal than the other, so they're going to do a few things that you don't agree with, but nothing nothing radical. Uh, and the other side is more conservative. But, you know, you, you, can, you know, you can live with it. It's not anything that's radical. Uh, now we're talking about extremes, the likes of which I think many people, I, I'm not included in this because I predicted all this. I said more than 15 years ago that illegals would be voting in this country, and they are in multiple states. How this is even – it's right in the Constitution that you have to be an American to vote, but they're, they don't care. They do it anyhow. So how do we win? We win elections. Losing the Senate was extremely, extremely damaging in the last election cycle because McConnell, they can slow them down, but look at the radical judges for a lifetime that we're going to have to deal with. Remember, the Supreme Court only takes a very small number of cases, which means lower courts, their rulings become law. And we have so many crazy liberal judges that they don't they don't rule now on the rule of law they rule on their worshiping of this religion this cult of socialism wokeness and democrat philosophy of governance it's 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 unbelievable how do we how do we end it how do we stop it we have to win elections which means we have to learn 
about ballot harvesting. We have to learn about early voting. We have to learn more about vote by mail. I've been saying this for years. And Republicans keep running the same national campaigns. They're not going to work ever again. It's got to be different this time. We'll be back. Your phone calls continue right after this. You'll be the next caller. You'll be right after that. Some of this uh, will have to wait until the 8 o'clock hour. But that's the good news. More open forum uh, all 8 o'clock hour long. I'm very excited about an interview that we're going to be doing at uh, 9.06-ish with Linda Carranz-Alice. And Linda Carranz-Alice has written a book, Recognizing and Coping with Nonverbal Learning Disorder. A lot to learn together coming up in today's final hour. It is the Hurley in the Morning program. If you love South Jersey's talk station, then the WPG Talk Radio app is a must-have on your phone. Listen to all your favorite talk shows around the clock and instantly call them with just the tap of your finger. Text the WPG Talk Radio studio. Send us your pictures and videos of breaking news and more. It's the WPG Talk Radio app, a free download from South Jersey's talk station. WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Sean Hannity, this afternoon at 3. Now, Hurley in the morning on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. And I'm going to ask my callers to trust me on this. You don't want to start a call now that we can't finish. So if you can't hang for the break, I'm going to have to catch you next time. But I'm going to ask you to do that because we have the whole next hour to really develop a call the way that I like to. You know, there are a lot of programs that let people speak for about 30 seconds. And oh, thank you for your call. And, and they never even it's like, well, what do I even call this? clown for i don't even get to to say what i want to say so just trust me on this i'll tell you a better story not not a better story but this is my usual life that i'm going to share with you now i've told you this for 31 years nothing's changed this is consistent for me i had a guarantee that i would have something by the 29th of january but you know we are living in times where you can't i'm telling you about the only thing you can depend on are your close family and friends and the fact that I'm going to show up every day because I don't miss. I tell you what I'm going to miss, and it isn't that often. Other than that, you can't count on anything. Nothing, I mean, I can't imagine being like that. If I tell somebody, like I'm meeting somebody today at 11 o'clock, I'm going to be there. They don't have to call me. They don't have to text me. I'm going to be there. Because a couple of days ago, I promised that I would be. That's how, I don't know how you were raised. That's how I was raised. So I pay for something that I want. I'm promised I'm going to get it on the 29th. Then they text me to tell me it will be on the 30th. Then they text me to tell me it will be, oh, don't worry. It'll be there by the 31st. And then all day yesterday, Kept getting updates. It's still on its way. It'll be there by tonight, by the end of today. So guess what? It isn't there as of today. So I've taken this FedEx tracking number that I have, and it says my package was received by FedEx in Barrington, New Jersey, on January 29th, 2023 at 2.26 p.m. How can I not have that by now? What I needed to do was contract Andy Cortman to take my package for me. Then I would have it. 
But I'm telling you, you can't depend on anything anymore. So I'm actually starting to get curious uh, if this is just a scam. But I don't think it's a scam because I'm in the FedEx.com system. It's me. It's my tracking ID. And now, though, you have the... Now, it's true. It's just 8 o'clock in a few seconds from now. Now it says the wonderful note. You know, I always had a, a, a guaranteed delivery. It was expected. Then it was guaranteed. Dates. Now scheduled delivery date is pending. So it's been in the FedEx area for over two days. Well, two days as of 2.26 p.m. today. It doesn't even say it's in transit. It doesn't say it's out for delivery. And it certainly hasn't reached me. What I'm saying is, welcome to my life. This is the way it goes for me. WPGG Atlantic City, WENJHD3 Millville, a town square media station. Everything you need to know in six minutes starts now. All right, your calls. From Harry Hurley Way in the world's playground to the broadcast pioneers of Philadelphia Hall of Fame. I want to congratulate my friend, Harry Hurley. You're about to find out why Harry Hurley has been named to the Talkers Magazine list of the 100 most important talk show hosts in the nation. Live from the studios of Town Square Media in Northfield, it's Hurley in the Morning on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. A very dear friend of mine is sharing his same story. He's having, you know what? When somebody, this shows you life is great. God is great. When someone shares with you that they understand exactly what you're going through, this is crazy. I have a dear friend who is in the same exact position as me with the same tracking stuff and doesn't have his package. And it is, I, I'm almost certain it's a Jalen Hurts jersey. Just like, it's, it's like, how's this happen? Uh, I, anyhow, I just wrote, okay, oh, good, good, good. I just went to the FedEx virtual assistant and it says, our records indicate this shipment has been picked up and is moving as scheduled for delivery. FedEx is committed to providing our customers with the most up-to-date information on package status. So you may see your package status change a few more times before it arrives. Your package is expected to be delivered. All right. If your inquiry is complete, would you take a one-minute survey? And no, I'm not taking a survey. No, thanks. I'll take a survey after I get my package. All right. As I always tell you, though, uh, I have the best, and I, I don't want to trade. I don't want to trade anything. You got to take all these little nicks, all these little aggravations. You've got to take them because it's all part of you know the game of life. And when I can say that I've had such blessings, a husband by age twenty-two, no, by age twenty-one a father by age 22, a grandfather by age, I think I was 47, to where when Margie and I, we were at a big box store with little baby Noah and people thought he was our child. And we would say, oh, no, no, we're, we're the grandparents. Uh, and uh, that was wonderful and beautiful. Uh, professionally, I, I've had more blessings. I mean, I was a writer at age like 19. 
casino executive in my 20s. Been blessed to do this for 31 years. I mean, I have, it's unfair I've been so blessed. So this is why I'm convinced that on other matters, I have the worst luck because that's that's how life is. Life is not allowed to be like 100% rainbows and sunshine and nirvana. It can't be that way. You get on a roll and things are like fantastic. Then you get your ass beat and you got to pick yourself back up again. And so that's why I tell you these stories, but I almost, I think, you know, I do it almost laughing because I accept that this, this is the die was cast that my life would provide blessings at, that I could never imagine. And hundreds if not thousands of nicks and cuts and bruises that's the way it is welcome to the hurley in the morning program you see george you really did have a wonderful life yes (laughs) the bailey savings and loan i have a t-shirt to that effect see and and you've survived a lot of where where was bailey savings and loan andy it was in Bedford Falls. Yes, it was. Exactly. Of course. Yes. And, you, and you've had to survive, and so have I, a lot of warped, twisted old men in our lives. And you were there, and you were there. Yeah. <laughs> it's, a great, it's a great day in Brigantine. It has Harry. to be. It has to be. It has to be. Hey, incidentally, on a serious note, you do have a good government in Brigantine. You've got good people. Yes. Yes. Yes, we do. Yeah. Uh, we could use a little help with our roads here. Uh, you know, it's not, not quite the surface of the moon you have in Atlantic City, but uh, it's, it's getting there in some areas. But uh, that's another topic for another day. Okay. So uh, a couple of things. Um, you, were, you were talking about the crickets. I, I saw this story uh, last night on Tucker's show. And, you know, it's no coincidence, you know, we've been hearing for a couple of years now that, you know, maybe you shouldn't have a hamburger every day. Maybe you could have it just two days a week or you shouldn't be eating steak or, you know, we shouldn't be raising these these cattle because they contribute to climate change. So give up your steak. So then and then they've they've also been telling us that we needed to give up on fossil fuels and give up our our gas guzzling you know uh, uh, carbon spewing automobiles and then when we don't do it what do they do they force us to do it by driving the price up on all of these things with fake shortages that are planned these these supply chain issues which were planned it's all to create shortages to drive up prices to wean people off of the very things that give them joy you have to rob people of their joy the things that give them pleasure and you break them eventually and once you break them and once you've taken everything out of their pockets they they will gladly accept their painted gray cinder block 600 square foot efficiency apartment with a mini kitchenette uh, and a porta potty. Yeah, you, you're right. It is they, they do they do want to do that, and 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 by breaking you, I know you mean then making you a dependent of the state 
then you need the government and then they've got you. Well, they, yes, they, they break you emotionally, but they're also breaking you financially because when you have to pay $5 for gasoline or $9 for a dozen eggs, you're going to make a choice. You're not going to eat eggs. So they can't take the eggs away from you. They can't force you to stop eating eggs, but they can make them so expensive that you can't buy them. It's like Obama said when he was president, under my plan, this is a direct quote, under my plan, electricity rates would necessarily skyrocket. So even as they're trying to force you out of your gas car with sky-high gasoline prices and force you into electric, they're doing things to drive up the cost of electricity. And I have maintained all along they don't want you in a gas car or an electric car. They don't want you to have a car, period. They want you to ride public transportation because then they control where you go, when you go, when you come back. How you go, uh, what you're allowed to do, what you're not allowed to do. That's what all the pandemic powers were about, limiting. I I have... um, in my phone, I shared uh, one of them yesterday with my program director. I recorded COVID updates uh, for had to be a couple months at least back two, three years ago. And one of them was it sounded so ridiculous to hear it today. Now, three years later that the experience is behind us and we have knowledge about COVID-19 disease and all of this. And it was it was actually so restrictive what people weren't allowed to do. There was not a time in American history, even during the 1908 pandemic, where ever, ever that it would be um, like this. They got away with so many crazy things. But remember, in modern terms, you had Obama, uh, and maybe you said something similar to this a moment ago, but he said that you can open up a coal factory, but we'll bankrupt you. I mean, they. this is really what's going on. Anybody that doesn't believe it, that's up to you. But the facts are incontrovertible. That is what this is all about. You know, then he pulls out the, the uh, other day, though, Biden, his elbow hanging out, his left elbow hanging out of an $80,000 car when the average family is making $76,000 a year. I mean, they're so completely tone deaf, it's unbelievable. You're absolutely right, Harry. Remember, Hillary also said we're going to bankrupt a lot of coal miners or put up a lot, put a lot of coal miners out of business. And Obama, and Obama too. Yes. What does the car represent? The car represents freedom, freedom of movement. You can go where you want, when you want, come back when you want, and you don't have to wear a mask in your car, and you don't have to have a vaccine card to drive your car. The car represents freedom, and anything that is freedom is anathema to everything the Democrat Party stands for. They don't want freedom. They want dependence. They want control. And whenever you see the Democrats do something that makes no sense, if you can figure out how by them doing this thing, they gain more power and you lose more power, then you've broken the code. And then what they've done makes total sense. You know, it's not a coincidence that these, these food processing plants are burning down. And, the, and, and, and this, this, the third largest egg producing plant in the United States in Connecticut burned to the ground. 
I think it was over the weekend. Okay, is it a coincidence that eight, while while there's already a shortage of eggs and they're eight ninety nine, that the country's third largest producer of eggs, the plant, burned to the ground? Is it a coincidence that during the same time Chinese are buying up our farmland? And let me throw in another conspiracy theory. I've been very suspicious about this whole baby formula thing because when you create a baby formula shortage, you panic moms in a way that if they don't believe their babies are going to be able to eat, you 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 really can't terrify a mom any more than that. And not every mom can breastfeed uh and there are babies that that need the formula. Uh, just there's you think about it. We have witnessed things in the recent past that we have never seen, not only in our lifetime, Andy, but really in American history. I mean, everything that you prior to, to the last three years or so, you could order something and you knew you were going to get it. You could make a reservation to fly on a plane and you knew the plane was going to take off. You could make plans on what day you could leave and what day you could come back. I don't know about you, Andy, but I try to travel three times a year if I'm lucky uh, just just to recharge. And I now have to build a fake day. Doesn't seem to be a problem leaving ACY at six o'clock in the morning. It's first flight. You know, the crews are there. The plane's there. But I don't know if I can get home. So I have to build a full day, a fake day. Uh, because I can't count on anything anymore. We never had to live like this. Well, if you remember, uh, I don't remember exactly who it was, but I think it was someone from Georgia, a woman, who was talking about during this this, uh, baby formula shortage that, you know, maybe uh, something about that, that women are going to now think about whether or not they want to have babies because they're worried that they're not going to be able to feed them once they have them. And then, of course, you had Janet Yellen suggesting that it was better that women didn't have babies. And by by the way, what was also terrible, the government was stockpiling the baby formula uh, in a way that all the illegals, they didn't have to worry about anything. You had moms that were driving multiple states to try to find baby formula. The illegals had, I mean, they showed some of these storage areas. They had all they needed. They don't ever want for anything, including their $700 a night hotel rooms while our veterans are sleeping on the street. I'm telling you, it is maddening to me that they, how can they get away with this? Andy, if you want to stay, I put you on hold. I've got a break. And I know you're busy. If you've got to go, I'll know it by you hanging up. We'll be back, and then we'll get to uh, the rest of your calls. You'll be after Andy, and then you'll be after the the caller after that. This is... Early in the morning, WPG Talk Radio 95.5 FM and 1450 AM. Listen for the morning edition of the O'Reilly Update with Bill O'Reilly at 1015 this morning. Now, Harry Hurley on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. 25 minutes past the hour, breaking news, and then right back to Andy and then to your calls. Hang in there. Uh, We're going to take your calls for the rest of the hour. Tom Brady has just made it official. He is retiring, and he says, for good. 
And I'll tell you what, what I don't understand, you know, call me whatever, but he blew up his whole family. It seems pretty apparent that had he stayed retired a year ago, like he said he was retiring, that he would have kept his wife and the whole family together. Now that's all busted up. And now he has this disastrous last year. His stats weren't bad, but the result was bad. And he had this monster. How many people get this? Hey, listen, play as long as you want. And it could be five years from now. It could be a year from now, whenever. You've got a 10-year, $375 million Fox Sports deal waiting for you. That's $37.5 million a year not to get your face kicked in. And I don't get this. I don't get it at all. As recently as this morning, and I didn't believe it, because remember, whatever you hear, believe the opposite, and you're going to be right. Brady's friends all say he's coming back. So I swear to you, this was five hours ago. I said, okay, he's going to retire, maybe even today. I swear I said it to myself. And now today he has retired. Uh, Remember, Fox, though, Rupert Murdoch swiped the great John Madden from CBS, where he partnered with Pat Summerall. One of my favorite interviews of all time, by the way, Pat Summerall. Uh, Wow. He he was amazing. Amazing announcer. Uh, And he was very honest. He had a terrible drinking problem. We talked all about it uh, in a definitive interview that we did probably more than 15 years ago. But John Madden got $8 million to go to Fox. Now, remember, that was more than any NFL player was making at the time. And I, I guarantee you, if I go in and look... $37.5 $37.5 million a year, there aren't many players making anything like that. This probably would make him, for 10 years, one of the highest-paid players in the league. And instead, he will be in the broadcast booth. So Tom Brady is retired, and he says, for good. All right, Andy, what do you got? What do I got? Um, just to finish up the, the, other, the, the other topic, um, you were mentioning uh, the illegals who were coming in and, and being treated to $700 per night rooms. Um, I, I really believe this is a form of reparations. You know, the American people aren't going to go for reparations. So if you bring the people here, if you allow them to come here, and then you treat people who come here illegally better than you treat your own citizens, it's basically... Uh, redistribution of wealth. Uh, Barack Obama talked about this, that it, it's better when you spread the wealth around. He told Joe the plumber this. And, and I think we've talked about this before, this 1% notion. If you look at the world as a whole, the United States is the 1%. We're the richest country in the world. So you're going to redistribute not Andy's wealth to Harry, you're going to redistribute America's wealth to other countries. But you can't, you know, we're, of course, we're, we're, we're giving money to everybody, but now we're bringing people in. We're allowing them to come here, and we're paying for their children's education. We're feeding and clothing and housing these people, giving them medical care, all on the taxpayer dime. It's redistribution of wealth, and the people are only going to stand for so much of it. You can't treat you can't treat people who break into this country better than you treat your own citizen. 
And, and you know, Harry, these people who were protesting, they're refusing to leave the hotel in New York City. Yeah. Because they don't they don't like the place that was set up for them. Yep. Then go the hell back where you came from, because quite honestly, you don't belong here in the first place. You broke our laws. Now, think of the clever ways these people figure how to come across our border. Think of how devious and clever they are. Do you suddenly do you think that once they're here, that they are suddenly going to become bastions of society and upright, upstanding citizens? Or do you think they're going to go with the things that have worked for them in the past? And we're seeing it. Look what they're doing to the hotel rooms, trashing the hotel rooms. They're spitting in our faces. We're giving them stuff and they're spitting in our faces. And they have the audacity to not leave the hotel. They're sleeping on the sidewalks in protest. This is like a guy who kills both his parents and then throws himself on the mercy of the court because he's an orphan. I mean, it's just it's just unbelievable. Yeah, and they're winning right now because they're also creating a new population in our country. And obviously, at the same time, it will never be forgotten that Democrats did this. So they become Democrats. They become voters. It's um, I don't know if we can have two options. One, slow it down, but it's inevitable and it will happen one day. Or two, if it's just not, we can't even, we just can't stop it. They they may have won this, Andy. Yeah, it, 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 you know, they, Barack Obama talked about the fundamental transformation of the United States of America. When you import millions of people from a different culture who don't know our ways, who don't follow our ways, who don't respect our laws, you have fundamentally transformed the country. And when you have somebody like Chuck Schumer saying, we need these people here because Americans are not having children at the rates they once were, even as they're incentivizing people to abort their kids, okay? He says, we have to bring these people here to to have children to repopulate the country. And, and Andy, I've got to run. Finally, I would add to that, that I believe it's so strategic in, na- in nature that they're being shipped all over the country. So 5 million plus that are here illegally. And you know, it's with the gotaways. It's a lot more than that. And they don't care about how many murderers and rapists and human traffickers and drug dealers, they don't, you know, MS-13 gang members. They don't care because their, their plan is domination to be the permanent Democrat majority. They'll take, they'll burn the house down to rule the ashes. And this is the way that, that, that they're willing to, um, to conduct the deal here, they're shipping them all over the country strategically, and they're creating populations where they're electorally. This is how I believe how strategic this is, so that it's just going to be impossible. And then you're going to have these polls that when you poll everybody, it's like 75% think sucks, but then we have an election and they win. How does that happen? So something very, very wrong is going on here to be continued my friend 609-407-1451 open phone line we'll be back it's early in the morning this is the town square new jersey info and weather network 33 minutes past the hour here's three stories you can follow right now on the app whales are dying there's no denying that the brigantine mayor and the city council they're having an ocean wind project community meeting that's coming up on february 11th read all about it on the app 
a former Philadelphia Eagle great dined at an 80-year-old New Jersey restaurant. They have three of these restaurants. Very cool story. Check that out. And Atlanta County Prosecutor's Office has done it again. A drug investigation that has leaded to two arrests. From the Town Square, New Jersey Info and Weather Network, I'm Chief Meteorologist Dan Zarrow. Snowflakes and raindrops falling early on this Wednesday morning across South Jersey might be just enough to whiten up the grass and make some slippery spots. By the 9 o'clock hour, precipitation moves out, the rest of the day looks dry. High temperature this afternoon, only 39. 26 tonight, pretty cold, scattered clouds around, partly sunny tomorrow, high 43, turning much colder Friday into Saturday. Get weather 24-7 wherever you are. Download our free mobile app today. The number of .com. Hurley in the morning. WPG Talk Radio 95.5 FM and 1450 AM. We're investing. From the world's playground, this is Hurley in the morning on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. It is 40 minutes past the hour. We have a great interview coming up in about 25 minutes with Linda Karenz Alice, uh, and she's written a book, Misnamed, Misdiagnosed, Misunderstood, Recognizing and Coping with Nonverbal Learning Disorder from Childhood Through Adulthood. Uh, Linda Karenz Alice um, knows what she's talking about on this topic, and uh, we'll, um, we'll learn a lot, which I always love to do on this program, is to learn. Uh, and that's coming up in just a little bit. Your calls continue, though, as promised at 609-407-1450. Will there ever be someone to play 23 years at quarterback at such a high level, 15 Pro Bowls, seven Super Bowl wins, really should have been at least eight. I mean, that helmet catch by David Tyree, or or it's eight. Of course, they had the miracle comeback against Atlanta, so you could say they kind of cancel each other out. But three MVPs. I got to give them GOAT. I mean, greatest of all time of any team sport in history. And who plays better in their 40s than they did in their 20s? Uh, Tom Brady did. That's who. Welcome to Hurley in the Morning. You're on the air. Hello. Hello. Um, hello. I'd like to talk about uh, uh, why the, the Democrats are getting, and, and uh, Biden are getting away with the shit that they're getting away with. Right. And it's uh, they, they're getting away with it because they, whether they know it or not, they're using a universal law. And the universal law is you are a chain slave to anyone you dislike. Well, there's another way you can look at it, too. They get away with it because they have complete control of the um, every law enforcement, you know, uh, apparatchik that there is. The Department of Justice, if you want to separate the FBI, uh, throw that in there as a separate category, a sub or a subsection. They have control of it all and they have control of much of the judiciary because much of the judiciary is very liberal uh, in philosophy. So they've got a lot of things going for them. Yes, and and that's the main one. It just sneaks in there and just uh, captures us yeah. into uh, just disliking them. Well, that's why Hunter Biden's under investigation since 2018, but no, he's not. And that's why people like Donald Trump are going to get indicted uh, probably this month. Uh, I mean, this is this is the way it is, and they don't they 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 play for keeps. They're evil. Yeah, there is evil. There is evil there. Yes. They're, yeah. Absolutely. And it's going to be like Hitler. Hitler almost took over the whole world because of that. 
the same. They're using the same tactics. You know, it's crazy because uh, I've I've spent 31 years saying anytime somebody brings up Hitler as a comparison, you automatically lose on the spot. But their tactics are so heavy-handed, such an abuse of power, weaponizing IRS, DOJ, you name it, that, you know what, I put them in a special category of as low life as you get. They're the worst, the worst we've ever seen. Yeah. And that, that monster in China is doing the same thing to his people and the people in that country. And and also getting ready to try to take America on. Yeah, they're going to get Formosa first. And we better, we better start, start backing uh, Japan up. We, instead of what we're doing for Ukraine, we've got to start doing for uh, Japan, even though there's no war there. They're going to be one. Well, absolutely. And, and uh, McCarthy's being threatened right now not to go to Taiwan. Uh, which tells me he should go. Uh, you can't listen. You can't let China tell you where you can and can't go. Uh, and we better build our Navy up because China has built the biggest Navy in the world, and we better get ready. They, they've run exercises that show us losing uh, different scenarios to China. We don't We don't want to get uh, taken down. And then that, you, you talk about, well, then, then at least we would have had uh, training pants into what it would be like to live because that's exactly what this administration's doing. They're trying to uh, take away civil liberties and freedom and everything else. Uh, but we don't want that, that's for sure. And there is a general, it was leaked. They're not too happy about it being leaked. But there's a general that has predicted that we'll be fighting China within two years. Uh, that, that's, not, um, that's not a happy thought at all. Good to take your call. Thanks for checking in. Welcome to Hurley in the Morning. You're on the air. Yeah, boss. What is it, buddy? You busy. Right? Busy. Yeah, I'm very all right. More than all right. I'm good. Very good. Well, you always are. Thank hey, you. Hey, I want to talk about the whales. Yeah. Let me talk about the whales with you. Yeah, I want to save I the whales. Your interview with, uh, yeah, I heard your interview with Mayor Sarah earlier, and I, I was just enamored by it, but you know, I've been an ocean man my whole life, lifeguard. You know, I grew up in Jersey on the beach. I went to college in San Diego, California on the beach. I built pools in Florida on the beach. I've always been around an ocean. Here's what I know, and this is my theory. Now, if I'm a maniac, please tell me so, okay? Yeah. Uh, whales, I watch Discovery Channel Animal Planet all the time. I'm, I'm, I'm addicted to it, but... uh. Whales have an, uh, a, a hereditary and inherent form of sonar in their minds. They 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 they, they chirp. You hear the click click click, and then you hear woo. Well, the sound is how they travel. It's how they navigate, without a doubt. That's not even open to debate. That's just a fact. It's true. Well, here's what it is, Harry. Here's my thought. Tell me if I'm an idiot or not. Okay. That they that's like a form of sonar, and they talk to the other pods, and the other pods might be saying, "Hey, there's fish over here. Come over here and get some. You guys can eat." But do you know how this Earthstead? You know, you, you know how they set these these uh, windmills in the ocean. How they do the moorings? Like, put or uh, Mayor Sarah said, they're going to be as big as the Empire State Building. Do you know the size of the mooring you need to hold that up? 
okay? They do it by sonar. So the whales are pinging, trying to talk to the other pods, where are the fish, and they're shooting sonar to see where we're going to put the next windmill. And it confuses them. It confuses the whales, okay? They, they, they get all mixed up. They're hearing these other tones. They're hearing this other stuff. And, 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 and they might be starving to death because the other pods will usually call them over and say, hey, come over here. There's plenty of fish. No, they're confused. They get lost. They, they, all and, that- and, and Matt, I've got to run to the break, but that's why I am all for let's analyze this. Let's look into what exactly is going on here and see if it can be figured out because I'm in the camp that eight whale deaths, uh, the way that we have seen it in such a relatively short period of time, uh, this bears study. This is not normal. And I will tell you, I'm inundated with people telling me how normal this is. And then I write back, well, tell me another time in your lifetime that this is, if this is normal, then why wasn't this always the way? But then they're telling me there's more whales than there used to be. And, you know, they're, they're, look, I know politics, you know politics. Uh, Democrats would typically and all the Democrat supporting cast of your different organizations, environmental groups and so on. They don't want a project started if one tree frog, if one cockroach is killed. You're going to tell me that they would be supporting these behemoth Statue of Liberty sized turbines times infinity, a number of them. Uh, with no questions. So this is corrupt as hell. Nobody wants to study it that's on the other side. And something's going to give here. The people are going to be heard out on this. If it's not that, then let's rule it out. But you can't have just Noah saying, no, 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 it's not ocean uh, uh, wind proje- projects. How do they know? What did they do to say that? But they did say it. Matt, to be continued, I've got to run. I want to tell you that you have an opportunity if you go to the WPG Talk Radio 95.5 app. We have partnered with Manhattan Bagel. They want to set you and yours up for the big game. Super Bowl Sunday, February 12th. Philadelphia Eagles versus Kansas City Chiefs. With a classic New York Deli-style sandwich tray. Sandwiches, chips, cookies, and more for your party of 10 enter to win right now on the wpg talk radio 95.5 app back to your calls right after this life is hectic here in south jersey but one thing you don't have to worry about is missing the information you need while you're running around doing a zillion things that's why wpg talk radio 95.5 brings you everything you need to know in six minutes at the top of every hour national headlines from fox news radio south jersey news and your local accuweather forecast all in six minutes wpg talk radio 95.5 wpg talk radio 95.5 fm and 1450 a.m south jersey's number one talk station Thank you for that. You did all of that. You've done it again and again and again, and we thank you. Christopher Ruddy will join us this Friday at 9.05. We'll be talking about this absolute abomination of AT&T, and I'm so happy I dumped them uh, as my uh, carrier for wireless and any other communication that I do. Uh, 
just what a, what a just a terrible thing. Uh, you talking about the fourth most watched channel, basically on the planet, certainly in America, uh, and they knock them out on the AT and T and the um, uh, the Dish Network platform. Uh, Christopher Ruddy will join us nine oh five this Friday to talk about it. Welcome to Hurley in the morning. Glad you called in. You're on the air. Good morning, Harry. It's Joe from Marmora. Hey, Joe. Listen, I, I have I have what they used to call in the government a Benny Sug, a beneficial suggestion. Good. Uh, right now, we have an organization called the FBI, but I I suggest that it, we could reorganize it and make it better, more better, as we say in Jersey. I like that. Uh, we could change the name from the FBI, since they don't do investigations anymore. We could change it to the Committee for State Security. <laughs> I've, I've kind of always liked that. It's got a ring to it. Now, for those of you who may remember or not, that's the uh, official name of the old KGB. Now, the KGB was an organization in Russia, which combines their security things. Uh, they, their, their motto is, or was, we are the sword and shield of the Communist Party of the Soviet Union. Now, there's a distinction there. It's not just a distinction without a difference. It's a distinction because, notice, they protected the Communist Party, not the government per se, not the country per se, but the Communist Party. And since the FBI is more determined to protect the Democrat Party, they could then call themselves the Committee for State Security. Well, it is what they are. I mean, you look at the difference. Look at the difference between how they treat Joe Biden with classified documents and how they treat Donald Trump. And we, we're blessed to have been given such an incontrovertible example, comparison, uh, and it's just ridiculous the difference between how the two are treated. Okay, and not just that. We got Paul Manafort, Roger Stone, General Flynn. On the one hand, these guys have all been ground up by this meat grinder. Yep, and, on and then we have Hunter Biden, who's under investigation for the rest of his life, but nothing happens since 2018. How long does it take to take down a tax cheat? It's all, it's all documented. I don't, I don't have to worry about saying these things. He paid back taxes, so obviously he owed them, and that got loaned to him. Nobody cares about that. And then you get on top of that uh, all the other things, the gun uh, and that crime, uh, falsifying the firearm permit, that crime, dumping it in a dumpster if I didn't say it, that crime. And then what did all the different things that you're talking about, Secret Service, FBI, and all of them, they all cover for the Bidens. I call it the Biden Protection Program. You're basically uh, giving a perfectly accurate description that it is what the communists do. They protect the political elite. They protect the um, the group of people that that have all the power, and then they keep it that way. Uh, Joe, good stuff. Uh, when we come back, uh, I don't have time to to say too much about it, except to say don't miss it. A very important interview, and we'll do a book review at the same time. It's early in the morning. WPGG Atlantic City, WENJ HD3 Millville, a town square media station. Everything you need to know in six minutes starts now. From Harry Hurley Way in the world's playground. 
to the broadcast pioneers of Philadelphia Hall of Fame. I want to congratulate my friend, Harry Hurley. You're about to find out why Harry Hurley has been named to the Talkers Magazine list of the 100 most important talk show hosts in the nation. Live from the studios of Town Square Media in Northfield, it's Hurley in the Morning on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Thank you very much. I've been looking forward to this uh, immensely because I always love to learn and I've heard of nonverbal learning disorder, but I obviously I have so much and we all have so much to learn about it. Like I never realized that this is something that affects millions of people. Uh, so this is going to be time very well spent. And as we talk about the topic, we will simultaneously be doing a nice book review for Linda Karanzalis, who is um, the author of Misnamed, Misdiagnosed, Misunderstood recognizing and coping with NVLD, the acronym for nonverbal learning disorder from childhood through adulthood. Joining us now on the Hurley in the Morning Newsmaker hotline is Linda. Linda, welcome to the program. Good morning. Good morning. Thanks for having me. Great to be here. It is. It's great to have you. And for those uh, just getting to know Linda, Linda is board, a board certified cognitive specialist with nonverbal learning disorder. And this is something that I believe a lot of your listeners know little to nothing about. What is NVLD, nonverbal learning disorder? What is it? Well, it's a little known disorder because there's not a lot of research on it. And it's uh, misdiagnosed because a lot of the symptoms occur with other symptoms of other disorders. But basically, it means that you don't understand nonverbal communication. So the name of it's kind of confusing because it sounds like people that have it don't speak, but they're very articulate and they don't get nonverbal communication like tone of voice, body language, gestures, things like that. Now, I will tell you, there's one area that I that I know a little bit about if because I taught a certain customer services training a long time ago uh, during my casino executive career. And I learned that if you break communication down to words, the tone, and body language into like three parts. The nonverbal is the hugest component of communication. So for those listening, and please, Linda, correct me if I'm wrong, but it was like 66% of communication is nonverbal, which means the tone is the next most important thing, and it was like 20-some percent, and the very words that you speak it sounds crazy because you would think it would be everything is the smallest quotient of total communication when you break it down. So if you're not in the nonverbal business, you're really, I mean, behind in, in, a, in a big way. Um, tell me if you agree basically with the tenets of that statement. I, don't, I basically totally agree with that. I'm really impressed because a lot of people don't know that. And that's based on research that approximately and and the research varies according to who does it but we'll just stick with uh, the well-known research approximately seven percent of communication is verbal the remaining 93 percent is tone of voice rate of speech and nonverbal. so so think about how difficult it is if you're only getting seven percent of communication which is verbal you're missing 93 percent 
of communication, which is nonverbal, meaning you're not getting what people are saying. Which means the words they speak could be taken completely out of context because you wouldn't pick up perhaps on if I said the words, but you didn't know that I was kidding. You could take the words literally and then you've got a mess on your hands because somebody thinks you said something that you didn't mean at all. So this is a really big deal, isn't it? It's, it's a big deal, and it, it's um, millions of people have it, and they don't know why they're struggling. And they, you know, they're thinking that they're dumb or stupid. They're struggling on the job, you, you know, and you can imagine you can look very foolish. How not getting jokes or start? Linda, you you mentioned right from the the jump here that that it goes misdiagnosed or undiagnosed. How do you diagnose something right. like this? Well, there's, there's a lot of, um, well, first of all, most people don't know it exists, so they're, they're just wondering what's wrong. But you really have to go to a diagnostician and get an evaluation. So there's a, uh, there's a difference between your verbal IQ and your perceptional reasoning IQ. So there would be a big gap. That's the telltale sign right there to know that you would have this disorder. And, of course, there's a lot of symptoms. Um, so it's a really a visual-spatial problem. It's it's not that you can't see or that you need glasses. It's really making sense of what the eyes see, if if that makes sense to you. So that yep. would be interpreting, you know, visual information, incoming information. And it also leads to problems with being very clumsy, trouble reading a map, driving, um, you know, knowing where your body is in space as well. We are visiting with Linda Karanzalis, uh board-certified cognitive specialist, with NVLD, which is nonverbal learning disorder, where by the time this interview is complete, we're going to have a really, I believe, wide spectrum of observation in an area that we knew little to nothing about. Her book is Misnamed, Misdiagnosed, Misunderstood, Recognizing and Coping with NVLD, Nonverbal Learning Disorder from Childhood through Adulthood. Does this get easier as you get older or does it get actually worse? Well, we don't really have a lot of research on it. Um, you know, I actually have NVLD, and that's how I got, um, you know, involved in, you know, learning about it uh, with my background. So I kind of come from a unique perspective because I have the condition that I treat. And um, so we don't, we just don't really know much about it, but I can tell you, you know, there, because of the research that it's, you know, there's a little bit of research that says that it does get worse with age. But I can tell you that if you can learn how to manage it and get treatment early on, um, it, it doesn't have to be so doom and gloom. But it does make life very difficult. Like I myself, of course, I've been through the school, you know, of hard knocks. So a lot of the difficulties I had were when I was younger. And you didn't know what was going on, right? You just you just have to. I didn't know what was wrong. You got to go I had with no it. no idea. And if you know, I, it, it's very stressful. Because you don't you don't know what's going on, and in fact, Chris Rock just recently got diagnosed with NVLD, which is great because he's bringing a lot of awareness to it now. And he himself didn't know what was wrong. You know, it makes for good jokes, he says, but not so great in relationship. That's good. That's a good comment. That is a very important comment, actually. Yeah, Linda. For those listening that want to pick up your book, what's the best way to get the book? Um, you can go to my website, which is lindacaranzalis.com, which is a mouthful, I know. Uh, <laughs> it's L-I-N-D-A-K-A-R-A-N-Z-A-L-I-S.com. It's on Amazon. You can just search for misnamed, misdiagnosed, and VLD, and it'll pop right up anywhere. 
Got it. Uh, very important. Now, somebody that's dealing with this, what are some of the things that you can mm-hmm. help them with relative to, you know, they, they, they know something's wrong. Perhaps they're fortunate enough to find out that they get the diagnosis. So now they know they've right. got this nonverbal learning disorder. What do you do about it? Mm-hmm. Well, number one is you have to find somebody that knows about it because, you know, as Dr. Hallowell, he uh, endorsed my book. He's a New York Times bestseller. He said, those who know about NVLD are as rare as hen's teeth. So it, you have to go to the right person because if not, it can actually mess you up because they're not picking up on it because you're so verbal and, you know, you have above average IQ. They don't know how to help you and they may treat you a different way. So you really have to get the right kind of help and you have to find somebody that's well-versed in this. Um, so, you know, what you can do is um, social skills training. I do uh, a lot of uh, brain training, which is um, training your brain how to process incoming information, which is known as executive functioning. So you, you, there are things that you definitely can do. Linda, let's do one more segment. I'm going to take a break right now. We'll come back in a little bit, and and let's do another segment together and continue to help people um, that may be dealing with this. When when I learned that this actually is affecting millions of people, I mean, I know we're a country of whatever number you believe. There's some that are unreported, but let's just say it's 340 million people. X number of millions of our folks are dealing with this, and it is so ironic that I didn't teach anything that would necessarily help someone with NVLD, but I was very fortunate to learn a lot about communication and the breakdown. And I used to, um, on a flip chart, I would draw a circle and then go by the rule that, you know, just throw out your, your thoughts. No idea is a bad idea. Don't anybody grade their idea before you throw it out out of 100%. We're going to break communication down to words, tone, and body language. Uh, And what do you think? Linda, you know this already. Almost everyone, and I taught the president of the company, the senior vice presidents, all the vice presidents. uh, This was a a train-the-trainer program that a few of us were trained to be able to then teach 3,000 people. So I taught a lot of people this, and I always use the example that I went over with you at the beginning when we met because I thought it was going to fit, but I was really just waiting for you to either agree or disagree with me. And even then, and this was this was over 30 years ago, the words were only 7%. The tone was next, and it was upper teens or something like that. And then the nonverbal was 66%. So if you can't recognize nonverbal and you're and that even I think there's it goes into the tone aspect. If all you're picking up are the words, you're at seven percent effectiveness. That that's obviously in the game of life. If you got a seven percent on a test and you got ninety three percent of the questions wrong, what what a significant challenge this is recognizing and coping with NVLD, nonverbal learning disorder from childhood through adulthood and the title of the book, misnamed, misdiagnosed, misunderstood. You can get it at the usual suspects, amazon.com. And you know, they have that wonderful service that usually in a day or two, you'll have it, or you can go to Linda's website, Linda, and then I'll spell the last name, K-A-R-A-N, 
Z-A-L-I-S dot com. Linda Karanzalis dot com. We'll be back with Linda right after this. Don't go away. With Linda, this is WPG Talk Radio 95.5. When you need to know, it's WPG Talk Radio 95.5. And following up on what Jana just said, we are partnering WPG Talk Radio 95.5 with Manhattan Bagel. And all you have to do, use your WPG Talk Radio 95.5 app. You'll see the contest uh, link right there. And just sign up right now. And we're going to be uh, awarding to a big winner an incredible party for 10 people. You'll have a classic New York deli-style sandwich tray, which will be inclusive of sandwiches, chips, cookies, and more for your party of 10. Enter to win it now on the WPG Talk Radio 95.5 app, WPG Talk Radio 95.5, and Manhattan Bagel. Uh, We are visiting with Linda Karanzalis and we're talking about, and so we're also reviewing her book, Misnamed, Misdiagnosed, Misunderstood, Recognizing and Coping with NVLD, Nonverbal Learning Disorder, from Childhood Through Adulthood. Linda, a very good friend of mine, wrote the program, and let me uh, share with you his question. Are there any symptoms that we could look out for that would be helpful? Uh, and I guess especially for parents uh, with with a child that would be dealing with this, are there any symptoms that would be helpful to know? That's a really good question because a lot of people with NVLD, sometimes it's really hard to pick up on it because they're masking to fit in because they know that the, the, their authentic selves are not going to be accepted. Look, society is a hard place to manage yourself. And, uh, you know, so so they're trying to come in and fit in as neurotypical. Let me explain that. We're becoming a neurodiverse society now. This is new terminology, which is fabulous because we're now becoming more inclusive and accepted of others. However, those with NVLD, ADHD, other learning disabilities, you know, they're invisible. They're not naked to the, you know, to the eye. So they don't get a lot of understanding. So they may come across as being rude or disrespectful, self-centered because of the difficulties that they have. So the real cause of it is misunderstood. So that, you know, it's an attribution to a behavioral or attitude problem. So a lot of times you have to dig really deep to see, well, what's, look beyond the behavior and see the needs of that. So when we see somebody in a wheelchair, we're more accommodating, aren't we? We're more accepting we're more understanding and we will give them some help but there is a stigma for these invisible disorders and so they unfortunately get labeled as character defects mm, now they yeah. can come across like i said rude yeah because they, they only get the details they don't see the big picture so it's a lot of rigid inflexible thinking people that think they know everything because they don't know that they don't know you know if that makes sense they don't know how they're coming across but they do know something's wrong, so they wear all these different masks, which could be like the class clown, you know, it could be like oppositional, uh, rebellious, all, just all these cover-up strategies. Because, it's, it's basically you know, survival we, mechanism, yeah, right, Linda? Survival mechanism? Survival, right. Right. And there's a lot of physical, like if your kid doesn't want to go to school and they're school phobic. Yeah. Um, or they're cutting. Or, you know, it's, it's a lot of just trying to survive. Now... 
you know, that's where neurodiversity comes in, and that's the good news about it. Because people that are neurodivergent, you know, they think, they do, and they behave differently. They're the minority of the population. The majority of the population are known as neurotypical. So they're the, they typically think, do, and behave in the same way. So um, you just have to kind of look for these differences and be a detective and look for the underlying causes. You know, a lot of social skills problems. A lot of kids don't have any friends. Uh, adults ostracized at, you know, work, being bullied, mm. um, you know, because it's apparent to others. You know, they're not getting jokes or water call, cooler talk. Wow. You know, I had one guy that showed up for a meeting and, you know, oh, we're going to meet six in the morning. And he showed up and people were like, no, you know, that was just a joke. We were kidding, but he didn't pick up on that. He took it, know, it, took it literally meeting. six o'clock. That's he took the, it literally. Yeah, yeah. That, that's, that's so yeah. challenging. Uh, Linda Karanzalis is our guest. Uh, she has her master's. Uh, she is board certified cognitive specialist with NVLD, which is nonverbal learning disorder. Does somebody with, and I'm not sure that this is true or it's not true, but you, you're going to know this. Someone with nonverbal learning disorder, do they test well because the written word is something that can be readily determined by them? They don't have to worry about tone or nonverbal communication. The question is, when Harry met Sally and Harry met Sally in Atlantic City uh, and so on and so forth, where Mm -hmm. did Harry meet Sally? So is somebody with nonverbal learning disorder uh, better with the written word than than obviously with the spoken word? It it depends on the person. This isn't a cookie-cutter diagnosis, and that's what's so challenging about it. Like they say, when you've met one person with NVLD, you've met one person. There's there's no one profile. Wow. Because, you know, we're all individuals. But they do have problems with reading comprehension. Um, so, but again, that's another good point because uh, I, myself, and other people with NVLD, to fill in the gaps, a lot of people will do their own independent research, and they will learn through the written word to compensate for what they didn't learn. So they read a lot of books. They do a lot of research. So, yes, that is, you know, part you are right when you say that's how they compensate. Linda, what what should a parent do if they pick up, because this would be a blessing, if you picked up on it early. early, Is this one of those things where early diagnosis, I've never heard of early diagnosis being a bad thing in cancer, in any type of medical situation, uh, early diagnosis could really be helpful and, and maybe lead to the best result, correct? Absolutely. It is life-changing, and that's why I wrote the book, because I want people to know that. By reading it or just learning about NDLD, getting it diagnosed, you're going to eliminate the downward spiraling. You're going to save years of pain and, you know, depression and anxiety because those are byproducts of it. So the first thing you want to do is research it, learn everything about it, get that diagnosis, make sure you get an astute person that understands it, because then if you don't get the right diagnosis, you're not going to get the right kind of treatment and help because it's so often misdiagnosed. There's almost 3 million people under the age of 18 that are misdiagnosed with NVLD. And this is the only research we have. We don't have enough. This is just under the age of 18 in the United States and Canada. 
half of those people are undiagnosed or misdiagnosed as ADHD and on medication that they do not need to be oh, on because dear. medication does help NVLD because it's the, the, the splenia of their brains are smaller. And ADHD is more of a chemical condition where it's the chemicals aren't releasing with dopamine and serotonin. And so there's a lot of overlap with, with ADHD and those on the spectrum. But the whole key is there's different causes. Well, this much I know, know Linda, this, this much I know, I I don't pretend to know everything because I don't, but I do know Mm -hmm. a lot. And I've spent 31 years learning about all kinds of things that I never knew before I learned about them. And this is one of those occasions. I don't, I don't recall ever hearing about nonverbal learning disorder. I didn't know. To my knowledge, I did not mm-hmm. know that there was such a thing. I now do know mm-hmm. that there's such a thing. And usually when, I mean, knowledge is power, when you learn something, then you wind up bumping mm-hmm. in, you bump into it. All of a sudden it's like, wow, I never knew that. And now there it is again and again and yeah. again. So, you know, like, right. radio, yeah, like I talk right. about radio is sticky. People hear something and they can remember it. I know you have been extremely educational here today. I want to encourage people, parents, adults, anyone that you either know or you think is is dealing with something like this uh, to get Linda's book, Amazon.com or on Linda's website, LindaCaranzalis.com. That's K-A-R-A-N-Z-A-L-I-S, Linda Caranzalis, K-A-R-A-N-Z-A-L-I-S.com. Uh, because I've got the book in my hand. I've read about a third of it. I'm going to read the whole book, Linda. It's it's really good. It's very educational. Thank you. And, and I think also, too, you, you not only are you in a position because you are a board-certified cognitive specialist with NVLD, but you can provide hope and encouragement that when you deal with this effectively, you can improve the outcome. Uh, so this is important, and, and I'm really happy yeah. that, that we had this time together. Let me give you, take a couple minutes, whatever you need. Let me give you a closing comment, anything you want to share with the listeners about this. Sure. Okay. Closing comment. Did you want me to do that? Yes. I thought you were putting me on hold. No. I'm sorry. That's okay. You are? No, no. I'm no, no, I'm not. You do, do a closing comment right now, Linda. All right. Okay. What I want to say is, you know, this used to be a very doom-to-gloom diagnosis, a uh, very high suicide rate. There's, you know, it's very sad. There's a lot of adults right now that are not functioning and cannot work because they didn't have this information. However, if you catch it early, there's so much that you can do with NVLD. And what I want to highlight on is they are becoming a force to be reckoned with in the workforce um, that companies or valuing neurodiversity and the research is phenomenal that on average 48 percent to 140 percent they do more work than their neurotypical colleagues um it's good business to hire people with uh neurodiversity it is wrong um to say that you know that they are going to drag the company down because companies that hire people with disabilities increase revenues 28% higher on the average, 200% higher and increase in profit margins by 30%. So you can see that there's more and more ways for people to be successful and thrive. 
Linda, I have to say, I was going to go there about 10 or 15 minutes ago, and I said, you know what, I'm not going to do it. And it is on the topic that you brought up, or at least the mention that you brought up about suicide. I knew that either you were going to say that or that it was true. Because when you're dealing with others that just, you know, function and don't have any type of issues like this, it's hard to put yourself in this position. But if you're in a position where you are stressed to even maybe go to school one day because you're going to get bullied or picked on or put down and you don't fully know what's, you know, happening around you because of the the things that you Mm -hmm. shared so well here today, uh, that doesn't surprise me at all that, that for some people they can't take it anymore. And, and they take their lives. Right. They absolutely do. And, you know, that's why a lot of parents will choose to homeschool because it's better to have an emotionally healthy child than a child that gets AIDS. Um, you know, so it's that social emotional component because life is, you know, the research says it's about how you get along with others. That's like 80% of life. So true. Linda, and, you know, there's I, I, going. I, I, I have always said for the longest time, that I don't believe in coincidences. We were supposed to meet. I'm so happy that we did and that we got to spend this time together and that you were given the opportunity to educate people on nonverbal learning disorder because I know I'll be hearing about this interview uh, after the program today from people that will say how interesting, how helpful. Already one of my dearest friends said, oh my gosh, this makes so much sense to something that they've been dealing with. Uh, so you've been very helpful, yeah, especially Linda. Especially in marriage. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, so, I mean, I work with people all over the country that have NVLD and invisible disabilities, and I just want to thank you for having me on. This is my passion. This is my mission in life because I am spreading the word and um, just developing awareness. Lynn, so it's a great opportunity, yeah. and I really appreciate it. Appreciate you, Linda. I'm glad we met. And uh, take good care and keep saving lives, keep helping people, and uh, have a nice day. Thank you so much. You're welcome. All right, I promise we're going to go back to open forum now at 609-407-1450. When we come back, you'll be the next caller. Hang in there for just a few minutes. Uh, I knew that Linda was going to be awesome. Uh, we have never spoken until this interview. But I knew it in advance that she was going to absolutely be incredible, and she was. 609-407-1450. I hope you'll check in. Remember I said yesterday we didn't have that much opportunity for open forum. We had a little bit. I said we're going to make up for it today, and we have. We've taken a number of your phone calls, and we do have a number of open phone lines right now at 609-407-1450. Call me now. It's the Hurley in the Morning program. If you love South Jersey's talk station, then the WPG Talk Radio app is a must-have on your phone. Listen to all your favorite talk shows around the clock and instantly call them with just the tap of your finger. Download the Hurley in the Morning podcast. Send us your pictures and videos of breaking news and more. It's the WPG Talk Radio app, a free download from South Jersey's talk station. WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Hey, Sean Hannity here. Join me this afternoon at 3. Now back to Harry Hurley on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Thank you, Sean Hannity. And right back to your calls at 609-407-1450. Hope you'll join the program. We have 
a bunch of open phone lines right now, which is unusual. And once they get lit, you know how it goes. We're going to run through the finish line, and it's going to go by in the blink of an eye. So if you've been waiting to get on or you'd like to get on right now, it's a good time to call in. 609-407-1450. Welcome to Hurley in the Morning. You're on the air. Uh, good morning, Harry. Uh, look, uh, you know, we, we've handed over the Solomon Islands to them. We've lost our base in Afghanistan, which Eisenhower put there for a reason, to be close to hit China. Uh, now, the thing is, is that this, maybe you misunderstood me yesterday. It's after five years. I, I didn't misunderstand you at all. I, I don't like it. Five years is half the time that it takes people to do it the right way. The quickest you'll probably be able to become a citizen is something like seven years. Why? Why? I, you know, don't assume that I don't listen to you. I, I listen to you very carefully. I simply don't agree with your plan. I don't want to reward. Well, we I don't want to reward illegals with a position of prestige as incredibly profound as being a member of the United States military. Can you blame me? Uh, yes, I can, because we need troops and we need them bad. We no, need- no, what we need is a new president. We had all the troops we needed. They got rid of them. The answer isn't to backfill them with people we don't even know anything about and that are not citizens of the country. Look, if we get a new president, we'll fill all those positions. There were there were plenty. They got rid of them. They got rid of them because they didn't get a COVID-19 vaccine, which has now created a spiraling downward effect uh, insofar as they're now reducing the standards. People that may be even a bit, well, I'll just say morbidly obese, now qualify. There's other things that they've reduced the standards for. Now, there's a lot of bad things going on right now, but it isn't things that should be fixed with making illegals uh, quick citizens and then make them uh, the military now. I, I don't understand how you think that's a good idea. You, 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 you can follow them more while they're in the military and, and get a feel on them and find out more about them while they're in the military. And after five years of completion of service, then they become a citizen. We're going to be at war. We need to start strategically placing troops all over in different places of the world. Here. I know, but you, you've got a, like a one-no-Johnny broken record approach of the illegals or the answer. I'm saying that it's exactly not correct. It's exactly what you don't want to do. We don't even know who these people are. You could be putting terrorists into the military. Uh, you could put major Hassans, you know, Stepford wives and husbands into the military Keep recruiting uh, and and doing your job. Do a great job at the air shows and recruit more people. Uh, have Americans step up that um, become in the greatest military in the world. And, and we're a volunteer military. The other nations have to make people be a part of the military. Uh, when we get a new president, pay the back wages to the people that you screwed. And they're all very young. Invite them to come back to their positions. There's a way to fix this, but it's not by deputizing illegals. And by the way, while we're at it, should we all also make them the police in every community in America too? Why don't we do that? Harry, Harry, we don't know what they're doing out in the world right now. At least you could have an eye on them and, and get them to go fight because they're going to get a free ride. They're never going to be sent back. 
and we're going to need a well, lot. Well, remember, too, I mean, you're talking about uh, tremendous language barriers in many cases. Uh, the the integration of your idea is not workable. Well, they, hey, they have people that they, they can teach them how to speak English. I'm just trying to find enough bodies, man. Well, I, I know I'm not having a breakthrough with you because, you know, I'm not. But we have enough people. They they dealt dirty. Then you create a bad reputation where other people don't even want to. Th- it's like right now, the, 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 the vocation of police officer, you used to have a list of people that would give anything to be able to become, for example, an Atlantic City police officer. Now you actually have Atlantic City police officers leaving to go to other municipalities. That never happened ever. So there are a lot of bad things going on right now that we've got to fix, but we don't fix them with illegals. I can promise you that. I fear we're going to wait till it's too late. This, this, this stuff's going to hit the... The peanut butter is going to hit the fan, and we're not going to be prepared. Hey, look, if you believe the Air Force general, he says that we're going to be at war with uh, China in, in two years. I believe him. And, and let me tell you Trump. something. You know if Biden's the president for two more years. Uh, Democrats have a, a celebrated track record of screwing the military, but good, and screwing it up, but good. It's really going to take somebody like President Trump coming back. Uh, taking every single person that was screwed, making them whole, uh, bringing them back into their positions, and then we will be fully staffed in all the branches of the uh, of the military. Uh, but I, I believe this is a uniquely American problem, and that we can handle it with our own people, and and not with people that we don't know anything about. Meanwhile, our young people are being drugged with fentanyl. This is all, look, this is all by design. Look, mess up this generation of people. They won't be fighters. They'll be useless. They'll be out of the race of life. All these people will be on drugs, and and there's not as many patriots as you think. These kids are being taught to hate America. Well, I know. Listen, I'm not disagreeing with that point. I'm saying that we were properly staffed until Joe Biden became president. And then they did something very reckless. They've endangered the American people by being so strident about that that damn vaccine that if somebody either was a religious exemption and wouldn't take it or a medical exemption because of some of the ingredients that there could be an adverse uh, reaction, they didn't carve out any exceptions. They just got rid of you if you didn't. You lost your job if you didn't take that vaccine. And that's what's hurt the military. That can be fixed very, very quickly. Uh, There are enough patriots to fill the military in a volunteer manner. Uh, I'm absolutely convinced of that. We just need new leadership. Just like all the funds for the uh, Inflation Reduction Act. That, you mean the Inflation uh, Fund, the Green Deal Act? Well, that's the that, truth. That's the truth. It was not an Inflation Reduction Act. Everything is about their woke agenda. There's no doubt about that. The Inflation Reduction Act was actually an a, um, environmental uh, clean energy bill. It's, it's completely under false pretenses. They're, they're, they're completely dishonest. Now, we've got, we have a lot of agreement here. We just on this narrow but yet profoundly important point. We have a big disagreement. Uh, I, I can't go with your, your plan on that. Uh, it, it's disastrous. Uh, and we'll get the military back. It, it always happens. The pendulum swings. 
Carter destroyed the military. We didn't even have spare parts. Reagan came in and built it up. Then it gets destroyed again. And then George W. Bush built it up. And then Obama destroyed it by design. And Trump built it back up. Biden is destroying it by design. It will be built back up. You just hope that on that ebb and flow up and down that we don't get attacked. If our enemies are smart, they attack us on the low point, not on the on the upturn. Got to run to the break. I, I enjoy our conversations, and I appreciate you calling in. When we come back, you will be next, and you'll be right after that. Don't go away. This is Early in the Morning, WPG Talk Radio 95.5, and on the WPG Talk Radio app. Future results. WPGG Atlantic City. WENJHD3 Millville, a town square media station. Inflation is nothing more than a legal form of theft. Because with every new round of money printing, the value of your 401k or IRA is decreased through the dilution of the money supply. Hi, I'm Dr. Ron Paul, and while you still can, I highly recommend you consider physical gold for your retirement account. Why? Because gold provides real wealth preservation that can withstand anything. Even better, with a gold IRA from Birch Gold Group, you pay no penalties or taxes when you transfer your current retirement funds. To learn more, text the word PROTECT to 989898. And my friends from Birch Gold Group will send you a free info kit on gold IRAs. Birch Gold is the only gold IRA company I trust. So text PROTECT to 989898 to request your free info kit on gold IRAs right now. Set the first button on your car radio for South Jersey's talk station. WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Ah, yes, more peculiar activities. Breaking news, the FBI is searching President Biden's uh, vacation home in Rehoboth Beach, Delaware. And it just begs the question, this is certainly not a timely search. I mean, they knew in November that this guy had classified documents. Why didn't they search then? Why didn't they go after these things like they did with President Trump? They let him stay at Rehoboth Beach while they're searching Wilmington. And twice they found classified documents at the Wilmington home. Oh, yeah, we'll let you stay at the other house so you can throw away anything you want. You know, we'll get to there, you know, when we get there. Don't worry. Just you you go stay there. I mean, when does anybody let anything go like this? So I still say they're going to find classified documents in Rehoboth Beach because he has them everywhere. But it is breaking. The FBI is searching late and wrong, but they are searching a sitting president's home. And that would normally be big news, but not when the whole game is to protect this guy. Welcome to Hurley in the Morning. You're on the air. Hi, Harry. Good morning. This is your old time friend, Kitty Hawk. Oh, my goodness. When is the last time we have spoken? Uh, I don't know, at least a couple decades. Anyway, I've been up in uh, Hunterdon County for about 20 years now, but I'm off today. So when I am off and I have time, I listen to you because that's the that's the straight news and the best discussion. So I just wanted you to know I'm still listening after all these years. Oh. I used to listen to you when you were subbing for Seth Grossman, I believe it was, on my uh, drive back from the hospital. And I used to work with uh, your lovely mother-in-law, Joan. Yes, I at remember. The hospital. Yep, but my question is just, I fully support uh, our proven winner, that is uh, President Trump. I'm just wondering if you think there's 
too much uh, Trump fatigue, I guess, for lack of a better term. Well, let's put it this way, Kitty Hawk. It could be because, I mean, they, they're not stopping. You have, Georgia is probably going to indict him very, very soon. New York wants to indict him. You've got this, this special counsel that's the most aggressive prosecutor that I've ever heard of in world history. Uh, he's yep. gone after leaders all over the planet and, and put them away. Uh, while they put somebody on Joe Biden that looks like the most nice, civil person you'll ever meet. Uh, the game is rigged. It's really tough. Uh, there's yeah. a lot, There's a lot, Kitty Hawk, to what you said relative to the fatigue factor. Like, oh, please just make it stop. I don't want the drama. Oh, I can't take any more. But here's the, here's the reality, because you know that's just part of what I had to say on this. I don't think Trump can be beaten. They'll have to criminally jail him and make him ineligible to run for office for him not to be the Republican nominee. I just I think he has I'm one of them. You might be two of them. He has a built in level of support in the Republican primary process where the more that run against him, like Nikki Haley and then this spring, Governor DeSantis is jumping in and I think others are going to jump in uh, the more the merrier because Trump has a level of support for those who don't know, in the Republican primary, it's winner take all and you win with a plurality. You don't have to have a majority. So I think he's got a built in mid 30 to 40 percentile in a Republican crowded field where he'll knock them all off one at a time, just like he did in 2016. And he'll be the nominee. Then it's a matter of once you're the nominee, can he win the general election? And based on the way that Biden has run this country, Yes, he can win. I have a following caveat. Republicans have to improve against this ballot harvesting that takes place and losing the early vote and the vote by mail the way that they have. Uh, Fix these things and they are fixable. Two years to fix them. And yes, he will be the 45th and 47th president of the United States. I heard a scary uh, theory from this gentleman, former CIA, I think Scott Ulinger, saying that Biden will be taken down, Kamala will be in, Kamala will choose uh, Michelle Obama as the Veep, and Michelle Obama, you know, like, bam, eight more years, potentially, of Obama's in the White House. Oh, that's not, that's not far-fetched. In fact, have, have, you, have you noticed, have you noticed, just to fuel your conspiracy theory, it's not even yours, uh, you, you cited who, who said it, I saw Michelle Obama get interviewed and she got asked a very easy question to answer, unless you didn't want to answer it the easy way. Uh, do you think that President Biden should run for a second term? Well, you would have thought that somebody cut her tongue out. And then uh, finally said, well, you know, that's a decision he'll have to make. Not exactly a ringing mm-hmm. endorsement. It was like when Elizabeth Warren was asked, should um, President Biden run with Kamala Harris, and uh, she didn't have a a, a very um, uh, warm endorsement of that. So the Obamas, and keep in mind, keep in mind, though, Kitty Hawk, the Obamas have never left. Valerie Jarrett, uh, Ron Klain, uh, I know I'm leaving somebody out, Anita Dunn, all these people, none of them leave. They're all they're all around. Yeah, it's just uh, time will tell, but. 
scary times, but uh, listening to you helps a lot. Uh, clear the air and uh, keep doing what you're doing, Harry. It's Thank good you. to talk to you again. Oh, my God. It's been so okay. long. And let me leave you with this real quick, Kitty Hawk, before you hang up. Uh, Trump is not done. They want to, the, the same people that did everything they could to keep him from being president in the Democrat media and all the other people associated with them. Keep, they, they, remember, he couldn't win in the first place, but he did. So he's not out of this thing. He is the uh, Rocky Balboa of uh, yeah. our party, of any of the and, world, and I will really. tell you, <laughs> the more you attack him, the more he is able to fight back. Uh, and let me tell you, if we get a result of Trump gets charged for documents and Biden doesn't, the American people are going to go bananas over that. I hope so. I don't know. Half of the people walking around, I, I really don't know where their heads are anymore. So that's a, that's another show. Well, I think it's but, been, um, like you said, I think it's been a couple decades. But I remember you, and uh, it's really nice to hear your voice. Well, yeah, it's a great show, and um, I'm glad I have iHeartRadio just listen or whatever with my phone. I just find you whenever I have the time. So Thank you very much. Uh, keep, keep up the good fight, Harry. All right, good Kitty to Hawk. talk to you. Good to talk to you. Okay, take care. My goodness, um, we talked a lot about 20 years ago. You know, we talk about this a lot. You never know who's out there. People have been out there for uh, 31 years. And yesterday, it took me 31 years to get the first call ever from Rocco in Galloway Township, which, by the way, we did. We did deliver instant offense, instant impact on that. Um, we, We got immediate feedback from... Mayor Basford, uh, and keep in mind, I know who the mayor is right now, but mayor, I always give people the title they've had, and Mayor Basford was a great mayor and now council member in Galloway Township, but I still call him mayor uh, on air and when I talk to him even off air. Uh, They're aware of the, the update I can give you is that they are aware of the update. They are required to have uh, certain facilities such as this, and they're encouraging anyone in the neighborhood of the particular halfway house that Rocco mentioned yesterday on the program, that if you're hearing noise at two, three o'clock in the morning, to please immediately contact the Galloway Township Police Department because they don't have any complaints. So you're suffering in silence, and that does not help your government address uh, an emerging problem here because according to Rocco, this is a repeated thing that's happening. Uh, You don't have to take that. Even if there's a requirement to have certain facilities, you do not have to take two and three o'clock in the morning, loud, boisterous noise and activities going on. That's against their or- noise ordinances, ordinances and other things that are on the books. So you, you can you can fight back on that. But if you just get aggravated by it and I appreciate that you call me, but I can't stop it. Uh, but I did bring it to the attention of the right people that have the authority to intervene and they're going to but they don't have a single complaint so if this is happening you know the old expression 